to Locked On, a Tom Clancy podcast. This is episode 36. You've got Wilco here. Um, we've got a few other people with us tonight. I just got to start off with a few things. We've got a special overlay if you're in Twitch tonight. We've got some black bands around uh, said video webcams. Um, this is purely because we lost one of our own about a week ago, actually, just before this podcast. Uh, actually, sorry, just before we're going to record last week. Uh, Seppi from Two Gamers mm. One PC. You might have heard about this on the Megacast, or if you follow Eight Bit as well. Uh, died suddenly last Wednesday. Um, so really, really sad news for the community. He was a really good part of us and Eight Bit. So shout out to all you guys. Uh, his funeral service was today. So hearts go out to his daughter and um, the mother of his child as well. So thoughts with you guys. Thoughts with Eight Bit. Um, it was it's tragic. He's a one of a kind. Um, the main thing I want to get out of this, guys, if you have a friend out there that you haven't talked to in a while, reach out, say hello, reach out and ask them if they're okay, reach out and just tell them that they're appreciated. Um, it's something yeah. we don't do enough. Yep. Uh, it's something I personally didn't do mm-hmm. enough and it's one thing I regret from this whole situation. Um, it's okay to not be okay. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And it's okay to ask for help. So he he was meant to be on this podcast at some stage in the future. We had lined that up. Um, he was really excited to, to do that. And um, the fact that we don't, we'll never get to do that, it, it wrecks me at the moment. But um, like I said, if you've got a friend out there that you haven't talked to in a while, go say hello. Whatever you Definitely. can, whatever, whatever yeah. you're going to say, just make yeah. them know that you appreciate them. That's what we want to get out of this. So without further ado, we're going to start episode 36 because we have Uber Timmy live from Australia. He's just returned from <laughs> E3. Um, I was going to actually talk about E3, but then I said live and we were in Australia, so I stuffed up that intro. Uh, Welcome back to the country (laughs) though, mate. Um, You've had an absolute whirlwind of a week last week and then the whirlwind of sickness to go with E3. Um, How are you recovering from actual the sickness? I'm I'm good. Uh, I'm good. I, I I still feel a bit like, I mean, I was going pretty hard for like, like a month or so before E3 yeah. and streaming every night and staying up really late. And I just caught up with me this week and I was like, you know what? I need to take some time off for myself. So I streamed last night for a couple of hours. I'm probably not going to stream tonight and I'll, I'll probably be back tomorrow. But I thought, you know what? I need to take some time off for myself. Yep. Like it's, it's the most important thing. You look after yourself and get back to feeling better. But I mean, 15, so no, what, 30 hours of flying in five Ouch. days is just, yeah, it's <laughs> not something that's that rough. I'm a big fan of. <laughs> yeah. Did you actually yeah. sleep over there? Because every time I turned, I turned on, your room was full of Ubisoft star players. <laughs> <laughs> I did actually surprisingly get some sleep in. It was good to sleep in. Um, being able to sleep in and not have to get up and look after a kid for a few days was like, God love my missus. She probably hates me for saying that, but it was so good. <laughs> I say it to my missus like, all the time, don't worry. <laughs> She, um, yeah, she was, she was a trooper while I was away as well. So it's really hard with the time zone as well. Like I wanted to FaceTime to see the kid and it's like three in the morning. <laughs> I'm like, oh, probably shouldn't wake him up. Yeah. Wake him up now. But, Come on. Yeah. <laughs> but it was, it was, um, yeah, it was an unbelievable experience. The, the, uh, like when I got to the airport, cause I'm a nervous flyer and, and I'm getting introduced to flying big time with a, a 13 and a half hour flight to the States <laughs> nonstop. 
<laughs> and uh, so I'm panicking before I get on the plane. And then when I get on the plane, I, I'm in I'm in seat 37D, like right at the back Ooh. of the plane. I was like, oh my god, where the turbulence is the worst. And then I was like, I'm in an economy seat. I'm six foot five. <laughs> Holy shit, this is not going to be fun. And the woman took one look at me and she goes, "You are not sitting in that seat." <laughs> and I was like, "What do you mean?" And she's like, "You're going down to this seat in economy, special economy at the front." And I got one with massive leg nice. room and a seat spare next to me. I was like. Fuck yeah. <laughs> now, and, uh, yeah, can, so- can I just bring up a moment that you, your realization that you had, uh, you saw yourself on the pre-show, I think afterwards, and you were yeah, a good yeah. foot and a half to two foot taller than every other person yeah, in that it's picture. it's a bird Yeah. I think uh, Rylat came out with the name of The Frame. That's the what frame. he calls me, The Frame. Yeah, so um, I don't know. It's just- my height everyone said the same thing to me they're like holy every they'd walk up to me they'd be like holy fuck you're so tall but in saying that um sage orange euro sage is literally almost as tall as me really i did not know that wow i expected him to be like five foot something and he just comes up to me i turn around i'm like what (laughs) (laughs) like what and say i was like sage and he's like yeah and i was like wait what <laughs> and that's so yeah it was it was fantastic how did you like, go ag- every, everyone is a lot taller how'd you go against foxy because isn't he like uh, foxy's he's, he's pretty short yeah. he's pretty short but he's a very cool dude he's a very yeah, cool very, dude very i love his cosplay at the moment yeah. he's doing some rainbow six cosplay. Oh, it's so good the doku that he's doing those cos- yeah it's fucking on yeah. point those cosplayers are amazing like some of the like splinter shield mab yep um max and 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 island fox oh wow like just seeing their cosplays uh, like in person was just awesome. Yeah. So and yeah. From what yeah. I heard, and they took some great photos. Yeah, I, I was listening to Bombshell. They had Mab uh, Nabon. Um, yeah, and yeah. She was saying that she only had a month to prepare, which pretty much they all had. And yeah, um, yeah the amount of effort they had to put in that month just to look as good as they did, and they weren't happy. <laughs> like yeah, they spent months, six, seven months doing their outfits. So uh, to get it all together, yeah, month yeah. was crazy. So it was it was really cool. Like Mab is a real trooper because she has some medical problems. Yep. Like uh, one of them, I don't exa- like I don't know exactly what what her medical problems are, but she has a bad back. Yep, and she soldiered through that whole oh, trip yeah. and wow. put, did the cosplay and everything. And I was just like, what an absolute trooper! Like, yeah, she's uh, she's definitely earned my respect. Like, definitely. Wow. And same as Splinter Shield being in that hunter suit out in the sun, <laughs> he he, do- he does it for like two hours at a time. Oh, crazy that is crazy he looks so amazing i saw photos i think him and fox were were um doing some stuff in the stairwell was it fox was with him or someone was with him? yeah 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 yeah, yeah. It's great they uh absolutely outperformed themselves so yeah shout out mm, to you guys definitely did so you did e3 what's a highlight outside mm. of the division what what else did you say you had ubisoft party <sighs> so, you had no for me like i didn't actually make it to the ubisoft party which is another oh, no. story i'll get to but um I just think for me, the biggest highlight was just meeting everyone, meeting everyone yep. in the flesh. Like on, on social media, Twitter, especially there's this line that people don't seem to understand when it comes to like, you know, Hamish and, and Yannick and Peta, like they're human beings as well. Yep. And they get treated like shit a lot of the time on social media. Mm-hmm. Like people just go on there and just like, it's your reason this is wrong with the game. Fuck you, die. Yeah. Like, that's what people are like on, on social media. I, the first people I met, because I was the first person to the hotel that night, and uh, that day, I should say, sorry. Um, and I was standing in the foyer talking to Ampa, and all of a sudden, I turn around, and there's Peta, Hamish, and Yannick just standing right there looking at me, and I was like, like, 
trying to play it cool, but I'm like, oh my fucking God, <laughs> like, oh my God. <laughs> and um, yeah, so, and literally for an hour after that, we all stood around and just spoke about the division. And it was literally four people who love a game yeah. just talking about a game. Yeah. Like, and it was, it for me put everything in perspective. Like these people are just like you and me. They love video games. The only difference is that they either make them or they help promote them. That's it. Like, uh, it's just, yeah. And I just wish that people would understand that they are human beings. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, they're just like you and me. Right? Definitely. They're like human beings. They they actually um, react better when you actually talk to them like human beings too. When you yeah. when yeah. you talk to them like like you were saying, you get a block and a mute and that's the end of you. You don't get any more <laughs> contribution to the yeah. world, unfortunately. Yeah. So, yeah. And I just, uh, I was just absolutely blown away, like, just by how down to earth and children, they just would walk up to anyone and just talk to them. And like, mm-hmm. uh, I watched Yannick do it at E3, like some random guy who loved the division, just, just a normal fan walked up to him and he had like a 10 minute conversation with yeah. him about, about the game. And like, he didn't have to do that. He could have been like, talked to him for a second and then said, I've got to go. Yeah. Like, no, they definitely it's, love the game as much as we do, which is um, yeah. a really it's good, good thing. That like, the people that are promoting it love the game as much as we do as well. Yeah. Because then you know that it, it's something special. Well, I think that's a yeah, that's yeah. that's a reason why it's so special. Like we mm. we obviously seen how much the division one has changed for the better over over the last two and a half years. Like, well, given the fact that they basically you know, they they wouldn't have made the changes, and they they did unless they listened to the play base. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. you know they could have easily just gone. You know what? We've made our cash. Onto the next big cash cow that we're going to do, and be done with it, right? No, they stopped. Yeah. They said, no, nah, okay, you've, we've listened. We're going to bring on an elite team of people to come and test it to try and, try and fix some of these problems. And then they came back and, yep, it's, uh, yeah, it, it, and it's hats off to them. That's it. Yeah, definitely. That's one of the big things that I felt that through the entire experience was community. Like community is really important. Like you look at developers and publishers like, you know, Bungie and Activision and EA, and they seem to look at the player like, how much money can I make out of you? Mm-hmm. Whereas Ubisoft tends to look at the player and go, what can we provide you with that will make you keep playing so mm-hmm. that we can then make money from you playing that game? Yeah. You know, what, what product can we, what, what product can we provide you at a standard that is good enough for you to be a long-term player? That's it. And how can we involve you in the development? How can we involve you in changes through the game's lifespan? How, like, how can we make you a part of the game instead of just taking money out of your wallet? Like, that's how I felt personally. Yeah. From everything I've heard so, too, it's yeah. not just this division community. It's Ubisoft as a whole. Like, the Just Dance yeah. Um, yeah. star yeah. players, the, the Rainbow Six oh. star South players. Don't even get me started on the Just Dance star players. Those guys, they don't stop. They don't stop. They were dancing the entire experience. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I said to them, I was like, do you not run out of energy? And she's like dancing in front of me. I'm like, holy fuck, yeah. like, calm down. We took, um, we took several like, lines uh, of WizFizz before they actually showed up and just went, all right, we're going to yeah. go. Let's do it. Because he held six sides of Red Bull. Let's do this. Right. I think... Yeah. <laughs> I think Tinks was saying on Bombshell that she'd be talking to someone, a music, a song had come on in the background, and the four of them would all do the same yeah. choreography from it's the like game. Some weird flash they, mob. They'd look at, yeah, that, she said it was exactly that. It was just a flash mob following around all the time she was there, and it was amazing. Well, you know, you know the intro. Everyone panned the intro for the Ubisoft conference, like with yeah. the just dancing is really cringe. I didn't think it was cringe no. at all. I actually really enjoyed it. But there's four people in that 
the four people that like are sort of standing there like going oh my god the panda like he's so cool those are the four star players yeah yeah so they're actually in that intro so and then they came out on the stage as well so yeah that's cool now they seem they support community better than no other and they Mm. include them better than no other which is just yeah phenomenal yeah. that's why there's such yeah. a such a following coming around them like you don't get you, you you have fans of battlefield but you don't have fans of ea you you have fans of call of duty but you don't have fans of activision but you do have yeah. fans of yeah. ubisoft and you have fans of all their games and it's oh, sorry i have to correct you as well because i heard it straight from the ceo of ubisoft it's <laughs> Ubisoft. 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 I'm sorry. I will change Someone everything. asked him that question. They were like, is it Ubisoft or Ubisoft? And he said, of course it's Ubisoft. Can <laughs> I? He just like, send a very did anyone, chat, no doubt. Did <laughs> anyone ask him why? Did anyone ask him why the helicopters keep crashing? Oh, <laughs> no. That's like a burning question. Oh, but, seriously. Oh, if I, oh, if I he was fantastic. Chance. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's, that's the thing that impressed me the most. I, I murder his name every time I say it. It's Yves. He's Gilmont or something. Isn't it I I don't know. No. I can't talk French. <laughs> I murdered it. But he came in and talked to us on the um uh, the second last day. and Oh, sorry. The last day, I should say. And it was just like, he's so cool. He's so chill. And he was so honest and upright. He, was, he talked about like the failings that the company had had. He talked about what was important for Ubisoft in the future. And, and he said, community is important to us because without you, we don't exist. Yeah. So, like, you know, I mean, it's why when you look at Ubisoft, they're making partnerships with Nintendo. They're making games that have a lifespan of, you know, like three or four years plus. Like Siege will go for the next eight years. And it'll have hundreds of operators (laughs) and it'll be one of the most successful esports franchises in existence. Like, yeah. And yet it it launched in December, got a panning from critics and had Mm -hmm. so many issues. And all of a sudden, now we're talking about it like this. It was was a mess. And And now it's like top tier esports. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And they could have just cut their their losses and run and Mm -hmm. done an EA, but they didn't. They fixed it. That's, yeah. Look, we've, we've just... Um, gushed about Ubisoft for the first 11, 10 minutes of the podcast, and I haven't even welcomed my other host. Welcome, Josh, to the podcast. How are you well, going, mate? Yeah, not too bad. Today's been a, a good day. It has been a good day? It's, yes. Mine hasn't, but that's okay. Um, and Cal behind the curtain. How are you going, Cal? Yeah, good, mate. Good. Uh, the voice has finally come back in time for the podcast. And, uh, yeah, back from uh, swanning around uh, the south coast of New South Wales looking at military bases. So, yeah, nice. fun games. Ooh. Sounds fine. Yeah. Is that for the Division you, Three? Is, no, are you no, us in? no. The nice. uni dad, the uni dad, need place to stay. So, um, oh, yeah. go Freecon. <laughs> nice. I think all three of us, um, but oh, sorry, three of us besides Josh on this podcast tonight are recovering from colds and flus and man flu in particular. So, yeah. I've, I've um, had my dollar flu days. We're all this recovering week, so. from the dollar flu. Oh. <laughs> Not the dollar flu. I hate the dollar flu. It's over now, isn't it, Timmy? Are we are we moving on past the dollar flu now? Well, it's six months part, like six months since it's burnt the itself flu, out. So it's more, it's more burnt itself out. It's just pretty much salvaging what remains of society. Mm. Mm. So that's that's the gritty feel that I get from the um, from the from the the demo and from like the story is that yeah, you know, like the division worked in New York, but it didn't work in Washington. No. So essentially, you are there as trying to you know sort shit out, essentially. Okay, so quickly, we won't talk about what we've been up to because we've all been playing The Division uh, trying to get our shields. Um, <clears throat> Cal's done a little bit of Rainbow Six. Uh, Josh has not played much Tom Clancy. Um, and since we talked to Uber, Timmy last, he's played The Division 2, The Lucky Bastards. So that's what we've been up to. So we're going to get straight into this whole hands-on feel of 
Uber Timmy and get as much information out of him as we can while we've got him strapped down in front of a camera and a microphone. Um, can I ask what it was like to be sitting in that crowd and seeing um, the stage presence of Julian Garrity come out oh, and it was- show off the Division 2? Like, it's just, that's the thing is like, I went and we watched that press conference afterwards, like went back to the hotel room and I just, like, you don't feel that, you don't feel that intensity that you do when you're in there on the actual, like the the video, because they don't, like when they go to a trailer, it's just, it's quiet. Like it's just Mm. showing the trailer. Whereas like in the actual auditorium, people are fucking cheering and they're like, (laughs) you know, just being loud and rowdy and it's. Like it's, it was so good. And then just like, unfortunately, Microsoft kind of um, killed the hype a bit for everyone because they released, like they did that reveal during the Xbox press conference. Yeah, that was um, strange. Everyone, yeah. Well, I mean, Yannick and Hamish came up to us and they were like, we're just letting you know to watch the Xbox press conference, but for no reason. Just make sure you watch it, but for no reason. So we watched it and they, yeah. the, the tip, I they love are. how Yannick just doesn't give any information, but gives all the information in the world. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, it's, um, so we watched that and that took a little bit of the wind out of the sails. And, um, but I mean, just being there, like, it's just for everything. It was just so incredible. Like the energy in the room was just fantastic. And it how just loud, was a joy to be a part of. How loud was the chief right man rates? It was it was huge. Yeah, you literally, <laughs> everyone was like, I think it was more of another cheer as, oh my God, they're putting raids in. It was a cheer of, oh my God, it's about fucking time. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's that's what we were missing from this game is raids. So, yeah. Did you catch the leaks before the Xbox conference where they actually had to announce the whole uh, Washington DC or were you in the air at that stage? I was in the air at that stage. So, yeah, yeah. I, I literally, I watched the Xbox press conference while I was out uh, at lunch with a couple of the star players and guides. So we sat there in this little, in this little, uh, this little restaurant, which was really, it had a really strange menu. But we were sitting there all gathered around a mobile phone watching it on Twitch. So <laughs> <laughs> we were all like, "Whoa, it looks good!" Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that was a very polished was- trailer too. I love that that first mm. trailer and it, yeah whetted my appetite for the actual ubisoft um unveiling what was your most exciting part of out of the whole e3 like the the ubisoft conference the xbox conference that that whole announcement part what was your favorite announcement out of all that oh my favorite announcement was like just uh, actually to be completely honest i was really pumped for beyond good and evil too like yep. actually seeing that cinematic trailer and like, and I mean, all of it, like, I think Ubisoft have such a big, like solid lineup of titles. Um, and I got to go hands on with a lot of them, but like beyond good and evil too, the, the amount of collaboration with the community for me was like, that's amazing. Like they're building a world, but they're populating that world with artwork and music from all around the world, like mm-hmm. from all around our current world. That is and so the collaboration cool. is just ridiculous. Yeah. And that trailer, that trailer <laughs> was what, that was Blizzard. Blizzard worthy. Yeah. I think Blizzard do the best cinematic trailers in, in oh. video games, but that was up there. So I was, and also Star Fox being announced for Starlink, like <laughs> nostalgia central right there. You should have seen the crowd when, not when that happened, the crowd went ape shit. And when um, Miyamoto, uh, Miyamoto um, got up and actually was on the stage, everyone went ape shit again. Yeah. Like it was yeah. just, yeah. Did it feel awkward him getting ushered off stage after that? No, <laughs> everyone was just like, oh my God, it's the grandfather of gaming. I'm like, what? <laughs> so no, it was, uh, it was, yeah, just being there. It's like an experience you just can't put into words. It was just, yeah. it was a room full of people excited about video games and, and it was just a great place to be. Because you haven't been to PAX or anything, have you? 
No, I, I go to um, uh, an internal work conference every year that we have sort of like um, press conferences, like vendor shows like that, but it's never, never yeah, it's it's nothing like that. Yeah. 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 You've got to get to PAX this year, mate. The, the, uh, I'm yeah, trying. Definitely. I've got, I've got the, I've got the, um, I've got the choice of building a second PC or going to PAX, and I'm sort of like, what Ooh. do I do? No, ah, yeah, so. that's, that's where you know, that's where you solve it. You buy all your parts for your second PC at PAX. At PAX, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go to Melbourne and go to PC Case Gear if they've got. Oh, an you just store. go to you just go to the yeah. trade stand and go. No. I'll have one of them. And yeah. All the trade yeah. stands I'll yeah. have. Oh, okay, fair call, fair call. If I don't go this year, though, it definitely will be next year. So yeah, because nice. that's the one thing I found. I've been. This is my fourth year coming up now, and. It's just that whole four-day experience of being around people that are like-minded. They're gamers, and all you do is just have fun and talk stuff. And as you were saying, like me and Butters or me and Cal, we talk over Twitter, we talk over Discord, we're in voice chat, whatever. But then all of a sudden, you're in person, and you're just yeah, yeah. It's like it's an extension, like a friend you've known for years and years and years, and like some that of these- was what was yeah. That was what was so surreal about me, mm. like meeting everyone at E3. It's just like these are these are people. Like I talk to Rylat and Cal and Born Diesel every day on Twitter, like and, and over social media, mm. and then they're in front of me, like they're sitting yeah. in front of me, and we're having an actual discussion face to face. It's um, surreal, man. Yeah, yeah. For me personally, um, Born Cal and and Rylat were just like I would consider them for like best friends, they're, like people that I could just be best friends with in real life without. Without any kind of hesitation. So, but the yeah. question, uh, Rylat, yeah, how much effort does he put into that hair of his, and how <laughs> oh, does he? Tons. It, 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 I'd, I'd be surprised if he's not like running out the door late because he spent like an hour doing it. But it smells funny because I was sitting next to him on the bus <laughs> and I was like, I was, I was like, what is that smell? He's like, oh, probably my hair, like <laughs> just in that, in that accent of his. And I like leaned over and I'm like, oh, it smells like coconut. And he's like, yeah, nice. <laughs> he puts a lot of effort in. <laughs> so is there any truth to the rumor that you two are starring in the remake of twins in the future oh, probably we just got on so well it was he's a very um he's one of those people that's like he's like like witty like very quick-witted like he can come up with a you'll say something to him and he'll have a witty reply in, like yep. instantly like he's a very very smart kid and i don't think a lot of people give him credit because he he comes a lot like off on on social media it's just like you know sort of like a kid just doing YouTube, but he's a very, very smart, very smart like man. Wow. He, he really is. So and he knows what he's doing. So We have reached out to him. He will be on the podcast in the future, so I'm looking forward Good. to that. I'll make, if he doesn't, <clears throat> let me know and I'll kick his I'll, ass. Well, apparently, <laughs> Skillup wants to know his hair tips anyway because Skillup's yeah, yeah. Um, losing the battle with his hair haircuts against a few other people. Yeah, and I was watching his latest video when he was talking about E3 and he had that bit of hair that kept dropping down. I was like, fuck, I want to cut that off. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I gotta love it. Uh, um, even his brother, we met at the airport as well, and his brother yep. in real life is all is tall, is just as tall as me. Sam is almost yes. as tall. As yes, like, he is. Yeah, we're literally the same, the same height. So. Yeah. yeah, I met Sam last year at PAX, and oh my god, yeah, he's they're yeah. they're both big units, but he's yes, he does everywhere, <laughs> everywhere. Um, let's get into the guts of it. We're here to talk about the division two. As I'm losing my voice for some unknown reason, I don't know why. <laughs> um. What was it like? Like, give us some impressions of of hand, actual hands on gameplay. The one word that I can use to explain it is smooth. Very, very smooth. Nice. Um, I actually feel that it's it's a it's a refined version of what we have now. That that was my like. Some people say they didn't notice too much of a difference. I felt it was much more refined. For me, yep. it was the gunplay. I felt the gunplay was more 
like it felt more realistic like i mean obviously i don't i don't really know what it's like to fire guns in real life but it for me like uh, the one thing that i hated about the division is it felt like to me that no matter how you modded a gun the recoil would be all over the place all the time and very hard to control in this one like playing it on the division two i just felt like i picked up the lightweight m4 and equipped it and i was like this is going to be all over the shop. And then I felt, like I started firing and I was like, oh, this feels like, very, like it felt like Destiny's gunplay from the first one, yeah. which was, which was wow. really solid. And like, yep. to me, it was just a very, very smooth experience playing it. Like just the transition through the environments, um, the gunplay, like just cover to cover movement. It was, it was very, very polished. So, yeah. and that's the difference between what we have as a division two, like people are saying, oh, it's not going to be like that on release. Like we were playing the actual build, like the actual yeah. game build. When they announced the division one, there was no build. There was no game. It was essentially trailers and, and, and CG thrown together and with a little bit of alpha footage to, yeah. to make a trailer to get people. This was the actual yeah. game. So. And we are yeah. only set what eight months from or six months yeah. from release, yeah. whatever it is, seven months from release. It, it's yeah, what you've played, what we're going to see, plus a little bit even more polished, which is amazing to see. Yeah. Uh, the the player movement they've changed, the actual animations. How did that feel? Yeah. Like, oh, everyone said it felt it felt like Ghost Recon, but I didn't think it felt like Ghost Recon at all. I I, I think it felt. Um, it felt the same as division one, like the way you would move through the environment, like the speed and stuff like that. It was just um, the character animation has changed and your character model, the camera sits a little bit further back from your, your character. So, yep. uh, and they, they feel a bit, bit, sorry, not further back, a little bit closer. And it, so your character feels bigger on the screen. Um, okay. What about the yeah, gunplay? So I didn't, yeah. Sorry. What about really the, good. What about the gunplay? Like, I mean, obviously they've, there was, they've touted the fact that they've modified the time to kill, you know, try to get rid yeah. of the spongy. Is it, does that relate a well, bit more to GRW? Because GRW, like, yeah, it was very, it's very much more of a, you know, I won't use the word realistic, but definitely a lot more. You know, if you fire something and you hit someone, and it and it's a, and it's a high powered sniper rifle, it will hurt. And if it doesn't, you know, and if they're a lightly armored guy, that will they will drop. So I did uh, like a lot. I didn't actually use many of the sniper rifles except for the fifty cal, which was the uh, obviously the specialization. For the <laughs> and, and, and and everything will um, hurt with a fifty cal. And everything, yeah, and everything. <laughs> like things died, and like I shot through a dude and killed another dude behind him. So like you know, like it's it's there's bullet penetration. Um, yeah. I used a lot of the assault rifles, and they mm-hmm. felt like they just felt good. Like you would you would kill a target in like you know five or six shots. But there's a lot of clever ways that they've actually improved time to kill without essentially like removing health from the enemies so the enemy models and characters now in the division when you shoot at them they have like really one reflex which is either to stand there or to run and they'll run away from you while you shoot them in the division two enemies dodge and duck and and sway left to right so like you might be shooting at a guy and he's gonna like dodge and like try to avoid the bullets Hmm. which means that you're rewarded with like your aim is rewarded with a faster time to kill if you've got shit aim it's going to take you a while to kill oh, that guy. Oh, man, I'm out of it. Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> it's like what I said the other, other yeah, day. Yeah, you have explosions, yeah, no, man. The other thing, the other thing as well that not a lot of people notice is if you look at the mobs now, like even, like you saw that dude was a gold mob, like a gold, um, the big armored dude was a gold bar and there were a couple yeah. of mm. uh, purple bars. Yeah. A lot of the mobs that you are going to run into on... Um, harder content like legendary content you're not going to just be confronted with yellow bars all the time you are going to have yellow bars you're going to have purples you're going to have red bars there's going to be trash mobs mixed in with 
with uh, with good mobs, yeah. so that things like mm-hmm. burst fire weapons and, and uh, single shot rifles and stuff are more like viable against them. And yeah. obviously, because you're killing trash mobs as well as these legendary enemies, the time like you're going to be thinning out enemy waves quicker. So it wasn't so much about getting rid of the time to kill by dropping enemy health. It was how do we reward players for accuracy, but still and and like allow them to kill enemies quick in that respect. So it was yeah, it was yeah. very very smart. Like Frederick Thylander explained it to me, and he's a very very smart man. So it's yeah, what I keep on he, hearing from yeah. everyone. Yeah, he he knows his <laughs> shit, and he sits yeah. there and talks to you about it, and you're just like, he shows you points of view you didn't even think existed when it wow. comes to why they do stuff. So. Yeah, see, all that kind of stuff is so intriguing to me, especially, like, yeah, just why, why they do stuff. But the Mm. AI as well they talk about with, especially with this enemy that they've shown already is, or the faction they've shown already is they spread out more. Yeah, they're aggressive as well. Yeah, they spread out, they they advance, snipers lay prone. So there's another thing as well, like the snipers will lay down prone. Um, Yeah, they're just, the AI has had an overall improvement as well. it, like in pretty much every way but it to me it just felt like i just like uh, it, it's so hard to explain it's like you know you're shooting at an enemy in the division one and they're a fucking bullet sponge yeah in this one it felt like you were rewarded for accuracy you could kill enemies quickly if you miss them you had to you know obviously you're like shit you know i've got to keep shooting at them until i put them down but I, at no stage did i feel like i was stuck fighting the one enemy yeah so yeah, yeah. and things like um you know how we shoot the backs of uh, like the shield dudes, or we shoot the tanks on a, yeah. on a heavy flamer, like yep. and that, that scales with difficulty. So yep. some guys you can empty two clips into him and not pop his, his backpack. That doesn't happen in this one. There's no scaling oh. of hit points. So Sweet. regardless of what level the enemy is, if it's a two three shot hit point, it'll take two or three shots. So nice. yeah, yeah. It, so that'll you... tone. Yeah, go. Okay. I was gonna say that'll tone down time to kill as well. So okay. Yeah, yeah, the good old time to kill. Yeah. Um, <laughs> how did you find the armor kits changing them oh, over? Cause good. How much fun I is think, that? I think if you want to see the single biggest change to PvP, it's going to be that. Yep. Because if you think about it, there's none of this regenerating armor bar just by, you know, being like just, you know, over time, anytime. You have to be yep. behind cover for that to regenerate out of combat or you have to use an army pack which takes you know two to three seconds to do so this chicken yeah. dancing strafing bullshit is just going to come <laughs> crashing down and I, I i honestly can't wait like players are going to adapt to it but people are going to run out of cover and it's not that there's a damage multiplier for you being out of cover it's just the damage in general outside of cover is incredibly lethal in the division two so people yep. are just going to get shredded absolutely shredded so, yeah, nice. yeah, yeah. So it's, it's going it, tactics are going to pay off in the game. Yeah. Rather you're going to see skills yeah. going to come up. Mm. You're going to see, see people using sniper skill happening. Yeah, <laughs> you're going to see people just using cover, and they're going to be playing the game how it was first designed to be played. So, yeah, because um, essentially we did break the game, yeah, um, yeah. and and they've been trying to fix it ever since, and they've done a good job fixing it to this point. So. Um, I'm very, very excited. Just, just, I just want to play it. I want the beta to be now, so I can, yeah. I can play what you've experienced. I'm so jealous. Yeah. Someone asked about healing uh, in the chat. Someone said, "How did healing work in the division two? We didn't actually get to play with any healing skills in the division two. No. There were none. So, Ooh. I don't under, I don't know what's going to happen with healing. I honestly don't. I um, we've seen I, in the video the drone was mm. did some healing. Yeah, I the think drone it, did a little, it, yeah, like a little bit mm. of healing. But 
the thing is, if you look at Striker as a gear set now, like Striker is constantly healing you when you're stacked. Then you can pop a med kit. Then you can pop um, a, a booster shot or a first aid self heal. Then you can drop a support station. Then you can use your signature skills. So there's too much healing, and I think they're oh, going to really much. move away from that that kind of burst healing. I think you will see either specialized healers, um, or you will yeah like. But I, I I'm unclear on that because we didn't get to play it. So we are you saying a specialization skills. could be a healer? Possibly, I don't know. Oh, I'm wow. hoping there could be, but you know, like <laughs> I don't know. The only three specialized. All I know is that. I I well, I don't know, but I'm. It's my gut feeling that three specializations is not the full amount that we are going to see, and I'd be well, very surprised if we don't see them as DLC releases. On on oh, that topic, we have to have at least four mm, at launch. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So well, on that topic, we are one away from us. We are Sam, UB Club Sam, that's named after oh. Sam Fisher that we didn't get a Splinter Cell from. Oh, I know uh, it's Devo. Yeah. <laughs> so, don't worry, me too. Uh, how many specializations are there in the Division 2? Oh, Division 2, apart from taking place in Washington, D.C., this time comes with two big changes. The introduction of eight-player raids as the introduction... No, that's the wrong one I'm, I'm reading, sorry. The second yeah, one. Yeah, so introduction of four specializations yeah. once you reach level yeah. 30. So it says four. So there's four. Yeah. I'm hoping one of them is a healing specialization. Cause that You'd would be have awesome. to think no. so. No, one of, them, one of them Sam Fisher. <laughs> the Sam Fisher, God, Sam Fisher. Um, yeah, exactly you just be Sam Fisher the other and, thing and as yet- well oh sorry I don't know if you noticed it but as well when you're using the Seeker Mine now it's not just a drop on the ground oh, and, and it runs away you mm. drop it on the ground and then you have to direct where it goes so you pick an enemy oh, and hit left arm oh. so yeah there's one of the things that Frederick Thylander wanted to move away from was skills that gave you maximum reward for little risk so yep. um, they that that's like one of the things that they change. So it's not just a drop and everyone dies kind of a skill anymore. You have to specially target it. So, he doesn't like me at all, does he? He's making me shoot better <laughs> and taking away my easy kills. Yeah, <laughs> Frederick. I don't know. Even I had a very you. interesting discussion about gear sets. I was pretty frank with him about Ooh. about how I felt about gear sets, and uh, uh, he was he was really receptive to my opinion. And he came up with some counter opinions that made me go, "Oh, okay, so that's why you." gear sets in the game so mm. i just said to him i was like mm. gear sets are the worst thing that ever happened to the division and he's like that's one way of looking at it <laughs> he's like how is this way and i was like oh okay cool you know like but yeah he's uh and he takes all you like he, he was like well, how would you fix that and i was like well this is my idea for how i would fix that and he's like well i can see how that would work but this wouldn't work and this is why and you're just like oh damn stop, it, damn stop it. it stop it <laughs> don't use logic what are you what? doing <laughs> How dare you use logic? Jeez. Uh, no, I, we've basically had gear sets are coming back from what we've heard. Um, it's up in the air as far as I'm aware. Yeah. It is up in the air. There is There, there will be it, a discernible difference between brands and between gear sets. So, yeah, the brand yeah. sets is what I was going to say. Is there any chance we could see a crossover of brand sets with gear sets, you reckon? Uh, I'd say so. I think that would add to... Um, adds to diversity more than than anything the, the big thing is like they want more diversity than we've ever seen before yeah. and brand oh, gear set, brands will give you bonuses that gear sets can't so you will want to mix and match to to get that to get that that perfect build so uh, i mean at the moment we've kind of got like the throw striker on and everything fucking dies like yeah we don't we don't yeah. want to see that in the division two so yeah, brands are a some... way of, yeah of them countering that 
I was talking about talking to someone um, on chat a couple of, during the week actually, and they were, they were talking about like I, like I would like to have say twenty gear sets, so it's a more diversity as you said, but then yeah, have yeah. four or five different brand sets of those things. So all of a sudden, you've got a hundred combinations that you can choose yeah. from. So therefore, you're not going to have one or two standouts in front of that. You're going to have like ten or fifteen standouts out of those hundred and yeah get viability from that so one thing i noticed from some of the stat stat rolls that seemed to come out of the brands was that and it was made clear like we when we had um db the division and we talked around you know some some brands will be specialized in giving you you know percentage hit you know percentage increases in armor or percentage damage to elites or percentage damage to or critical hit chance and stuff and i think what people will start doing is trying to min max based on their role and based on their requirements so you may not get the you know the the six piece kaiser and whatever build because you know you're maxing out on something because you actually end up detracting from having another feature another particular stat that you actually need to make that build viable yeah so yeah. i think you'll find that people won't necessarily go oh no i need to go and get one particular brand and that's it um, I'm hoping, mix, and, yeah, and it becomes it becomes a real mix, mix, mix and match build, and That's there's the trade-offs for each one. And like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, when you look at the Division One Ninja Bike, was the greatest thing that ever happened to build diversity, and then straight away they released classified gear sets, and they completely stopped yeah. that. So it was like, <laughs> like I like to see, I, I would like to see more wild card, um, like yep. sort of gear set or even like exotic items like Ninja Bike. I thought it was brilliant. Yeah. No. I have three of those. Yeah, <laughs> I have like fifty. <laughs> I only got my first one. I only got my first one the other day. I'm oh like, really? Oh my god, I'm so far behind. Yeah, yeah. welcome. Just, welcome. RNG god take me. Welcome to the ninja. The RNG god take me. <laughs> it, it was. It's a major part of my build for a while now. Mm. Until I've now got four pieces of um, a, a couple of different classifieds. So it's become useless now, which is a shame. And that's what the whole thing was from the start. Uh, once they introduced gear sets, everything, all those gold and um, high-end pieces that we we don't would just throw them in the bin. Yeah. That's yeah, it. Yeah. You, you can't use them anymore, and it was sad. Um, so the Division 2 got announced in Washington, D.C. Mm-hmm. What kind of – where are you going to raid? What's your ideas? I, I don't know because I don't know mm. the, the geography of Washington, but I'm hoping oh. something to do with, like, the White House or um, – yep. Yeah, yeah, like yep. – Capitol Hill or something like that, but um, yeah. At sorry. least then, what kind of mechanics do you reckon? Because they've always obviously talked about some realistic mechanics. Have you had anything about what they might? Well, put obviously in for they're going to have some kind of shooting puzzle in there where you have to like you have to shoot something <laughs> in some certain order. Like they'll they'll have that in there, but it, it is interesting to see how they're going to. I think we'll see a lot of defensive tasks where you have to hold a position against like. Yep. Uh, some kind of enemy or some like some kind of maybe maybe a boss or just I think we'll see a lot of gameplay or where like you know your team has to split up into two fire teams and you have to hold two positions at once. Um, maybe even mm. things like uh, obviously the war chief uh, or the war priest. Sorry, in Destiny, the raid, the the Taken King, yeah, uh, the King's Fall raid where you had to hold three different points yep. and then you can damage him. Like I think we'll see stuff like that. It's you won't see jumping puzzles. Obviously, you might see vaulting uh. puzzles, but. 
Um, <laughs> I don't, I don't jumping see, puzzles are my favorite. Yeah, I don't see a jumping puzzle because obviously you can't jump. <laughs> but I think yeah. I think Wilco was hoping for like a puzzle with like whopping great big balls that you could have to hold on to and you know <laughs> How run good around. Are they? Back, you know, throw balls to <laughs> each other, <laughs> kicking soccer balls. Around, you love yeah. that. You, you love that I, in Destiny too, didn't you? Oh, yeah, I did. I was actually having a chat to someone as well this week because um, we were talking about specializations and what we wanted to see, and like I want Chachanka. I want Chachanka to come into our game. <laughs> And say, dude, I've got this minigun turret thing. You should learn how to use this. And then that becomes a specialization. And then you could do that. You can have the shield as an actual specialization. And then a tech guy, and they can disable disable the actual stuff and use the turret to shred, shred down a tank. And the shield guy can then protect him. And, and, and the I, I want to see them use the, the four specializations we're going to have yeah. at launch yeah. together. Yeah as part of the mechanics for a raid. Yeah, so. I, I do I do agree. I um uh, I just like I have a feeling they'll get it right, like I do when it comes to mm. the raid. The the thing that the thing that I'm most excited about is we're gonna see world's first competitions for oh, finishing how good's the that? Yeah, yeah, like we're gonna see people streaming to try and complete the raid. Like I know I'm gonna try like I'm I'm hoping that I can get like some of the big names to all get a squad together, like of all of mm. us and just fucking go at it for as long as we can until we hit that raid. Like until we beat that raid. Like it just well, like that's what excites that was... me is yeah, we're gonna see worlds first and we're gonna see, you know, like real competition to try and finish to finish that raid. So Well that was the thing. Like yeah. I was for for one point one, we for Falcon Loss, we were prepared. We prepared ourselves all the way leading up to that, and we're like, okay, let's wake up. Okay, it's, oh, I think it was actually ten o'clock our time that we at launch anyway, so we were there ready to go. We're like, cool, this is going to be a big thing. Everyone's going to, and I was, we were streaming it or recording it or something or other. I think forty-five minutes we were done, and we're like, fuck, that was quick. And then yeah. there's no mention from anyone about who did anything first. There was yeah. people putting up videos and saying, oh, look, we did it first. But yeah. Nothing from Massive. For- that was a huge disappointment. Was that 45 minutes yeah. of standing behind the APC sticky bombing it? <laughs> yeah, just no, it wasn't actually. I, I The worst part was I bugged out on the on the final wave. Mm. My guy yep. got into cover and then flipped out of cover and then died downstairs and no one could res me. Oh, like, yeah. and, like physically, you couldn't get the res. So we had three people on the last wave of it <laughs> and we're like, oh, no, I'm, I'm, I was so frustrated. I'm like, we're going to get killed here and we're going to have to do it all again. I'm going to bed. And, and then, yeah, we got through it luckily. And, and like, you know, you had Eric's tweeting out like, I don't know, 10 minutes before saying we'd done it and, and all these other guys saying we'd done it. I'm like, okay, cool. No one yeah. ever, like, that kind of no, stuff was missing and yeah. this kind of stuff we're going to have now. Like yeah, said, look, so I mean, I hope they still keep incursions, but I do want to see raids as well, so. Yeah, I want multiple raids yeah. with each different uh, one. But yeah, that's, that's being very greedy. <laughs> I think we'll see multiple raids. I'd be very, I don't think they'd stop at one. Once they see how popular the raid is and how it brings people back to, like, yeah. how it brings people, like, together for that kind of competition, I think we will see, we will see multiple raids. I would be very surprised uh, if we yeah. didn't. I I have a theory that we'll get at least another raid, maybe season two or episode two, episode three, yeah, of the first year. Yeah, like I would love to see one each episode, but I just know that's building a lot of raid work. You've got to also take into account work, the fact so. that the division two is here because they wanted to fix a lot of the problems from the division one. I don't think we'll see a division yeah. three anytime soon. I think we will see no. a no. division no. two that is kept alive for a few for a few years. So. 
they almost feel like they're setting it up like Rainbow Six, yeah. where Rainbow Six is, has the seasons and they're not afraid to, yeah. if, if they have a bad season or episodes that they're calling it in the division, they will say we're having a, a, an episode health here and we're just going to let you guys, we're not yeah. going to do any content, we're just going to fix everything. Yeah, uh, the yeah way it does that have that feel, doesn't it? The way they've set up that structure of we're doing this for the first year, it feels like it's going to be the division two and then eventually it will just go back to being the division. Yeah, and, and that's just where it is, and and the story will evolve over time. Like I think, like we we sort of theorised they're doing around Rainbow Six with that outbreak yeah. mode, where they're going to introduce it here, and that story will actually see the end of that story in ten years' time. Yeah, and it'll just continue to grow along. So yeah, it, I'm, yes, I'm a lot of people it. are like, uh, they're they're sort of raging about the customization options. The like for well, sorry, should I say their characters' customization at the moment? Like none of that is going to carry over to the Division Two, unfortunately. So we won't see, we won't see like being able to take our, as far as I know, apart from shields, we won't be able to take anything else over into the next game. So like all the mm. cosmetic mm. items that you have in the game. Um, Ooh. Yeah. A lot of people. Yeah. Uh, but like how many, how many games like this? Do yeah. You know? It is no. like, really, and I mean, I'm a bit annoyed yeah, by it. Yeah, like, really I'm a bit bummed it. because I have spent money on, on the encrypted caches, which yeah. I shouldn't have done, but I did anyway because I wanted a certain item. Yeah, but, I'm the same boat. Um, <laughs> when you consider the fact that we are now in Washington, we're in summer. Summer brings yeah. so many more cosmetic options to the table. You can show skin, tattoos. Hawaiian like just, shirts. Yeah, Hawaiian shirts. Hawaiian shirts and... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, it, it's... And board shorts. It's, uh, it's a much... It's a much suns out, guns out. Yeah, kids. I, like I don't care if I can't wear my winter clothing in in the middle of summer in in Washington. Like it oh, I like really it. like my purple puff jacket. purple puffy jacket. And they've said they're going to keep the, <laughs> they're going to keep the servers so leg. They're going to keep the servers for the first game open until people stop playing. So, oh, they yeah, they have to. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's, as much as we're all going to adopt it, and like they had five times as many people sign up for the beta for this as what they did for number one. Yeah. There is still going to be so many people going. Oh, the division! This is the bargain bin. I'm going to buy that and play that. Yeah, now I need my strike for power fantasy. Come, yeah, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> and they will be, and they will be getting a really good game. Mm. That's the thing. Like yeah. even for the even for the service to come down, you're only losing really PVE. So last a uh, PVP. So the dark zone will be a bit less busy. Yeah, and last stand won't be available. Uh, everything else you'll be able to play for as long as they want you to. As long as you want to play. Yeah. Yeah. So, what do you expect from the Dark Zone? I know you're a PvP man, and you love those PvP people out there. <laughs> Look, any I, on, I think on the Dark Zone is going to be very different this time around, simply because of the change in game mechanics. Um, I mean, the, like I've already talk, spoken about the armor bar, you have to go, you have to be out of con- combat to regen armor, or you have to use an armor pack, and it takes two to three seconds. So, you know, you're going to have to pick your times when you get behind cover and use that. Um, I, I do want to see. Uh, the fact that you can down other agents pretty quickly. I do want, I do want it to move to, um, like, I know people aren't going to like this, but if you're going to have that tactical game, then like that tactical style of gameplay, then you need to be able to kill someone quickly when they're out of cover. Like, you need to be able to punish them yep. for leaving cover. Yep. So I would like to see agents not have much health when it comes to situations like that. I just, I get really frustrated with the community when they go on their rampage about PVP, like I understand it's important. It's an important part of the game. For me, it's not the most important part of the game. Uh, it's a, it's an add on to it. Um, and it's like the statistics say that the, the player base for the, the division is 20%. Like the PVP player base is around 20% yeah. of the game's player base. So mm. there are like the overwhelmingly people are playing PVE and overwhelmingly people are playing both. 
So it's not like the solo PVPers are a small percentage of the game. So um, I just think they sort of misrepresent how many people play PVP sometimes. And they seem to think that the fate of the game yeah. actually resides on it. And I don't think that's true at all. Someone said to me, what are you gearing up for if it's not to PVP? And I was like, in the division, I'm gearing up uh, I'm gearing up to do the raid in Division 2. I don't care yep. about PvP. I'm gearing up to do the raid. But in saying that... Well, in, in, yeah, oh, sorry. What you the saying? Division 1, it was legend. It was legendary yeah, as you... I'm gearing once up Once they came out yeah. and, 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 and like resistance was what they could have... If they had have done that right and, and that could have been it and even survival and like yeah. that kind of stuff, if they did that right, like the rewards-wise, like they're good games. Yeah. And it is endgame content. But it's yeah, the, definitely the, once the hunters yeah, came in I, and, I, and the legendaries, I, that was what you geared up for. Yeah, I I think the disappointing thing was with those both those two scenarios was, I mean, I played it for I played it for the PVE content, like the story and the bigger map, and like and when and when they when they brought out the West Side Pier and they said we're bringing out more map, and I was like, yep, I'm back on, I'm playing the division again because I was keen as mustard to actually see more of the map. Not necessarily, you know, more of the story, yes or no, but definitely, you know, more PVE missions and things like that. Everything else seemed like an add-on, and it was almost like they were testing stuff to say, well, oh. hey, we'll put it, we'll put in the resistant. Uh, sorry, we'll put in survival and see how it works out, and uh, we'll put in last wave and the underground, and we'll see how it works out. Hey, and yeah, uh, hey, Timmy, yeah. yeah, Timmy, is it is it any shock that we've had everything upgraded in the Division One bar survival? It is, and yeah. The, a, a, is that the gearing up to have that that upgrade ready for the division two? Is that how you? you <laughs> I don't know. I, I think because oh, that's what I've been thinking last couple. I of think days. if they release the division two and at some stage don't do a survival, that'll be a huge mistake because survival has a cult following now. Um, yeah. What I would like Jared, to see, Julian yeah. said that he he, he wants it. it yeah. It's his favorite thing, and, and it'd be silly if they didn't put it in there. Yeah. But the fact that they've upgraded underground, they upgraded everything else but not survival yeah. like i mean maybe they are saving it maybe they don't want to do anything to it so that they can when they release it in number two or if they release it in number two it'll be it'll be just like people will be blown away from blown away by it like yeah. there were all those reports that they were working on a br game and and like people like skeleton were like they're not working on a br game like don't don't they're not they could just be working on a br mode for survival which i think is a great idea that's um, well, that's what it felt like from the start, to be honest. Like it felt like the a, a, a proper battle royale almost mm. was almost there. It was it was good, and I think it possibly could be. See, what, um, what, yeah. Sorry, just quickly, what I would like to no. see for the PvP for the division is the dark zone. I would like to see PV specific gear locked behind the dark zone. So if you want yep. that gear, you go in and get that gear for PvP so that you can keep PvPing. I would also like to see yep. Yep. that gear accumulated so that when you did um what's what is the last what is the name of the multiplayer mode in division one it's last not last stand um last stand. No, the other one resistance it skirmish is, skirmish that's it um is it, yeah oh yeah, skirmish. Too, yeah. i would like to see yeah. skirmish in the division two but like a trials of osiris kind of thing that only happens yeah. every few weeks and the rewards for that are better pvp weapons so that when it rolls around again you're you're in a better spot. So like I want to I want to see PVE rewards locked behind high end PVE content and PVP rewards locked behind the PVP activities. Like I don't I think mixing the two yeah. is not good. It doesn't. There there was a really 
intelligent YouTuber out there I saw had a video about Endgame, about Faction Wars. Mm. Uh, he's called Wilco's Chill Zone. He had really good Is videos. Is he any good? Um, <laughs> no, he's terrible. <laughs> no, uh, he's horrible at the game. The, the theory I had was, because Julian's saying at the end of the game, you have this massive twist and it drags you into Endgame. Um there was the fact that we might get a multiplayer mode where I pick, I want to go with whatever faction that you decide to at the end. And then every weekend, like the, like you said in the trial of Osiris, you go in and you play PVP and battle it out, but it's not, it's team versus team rather yeah, than PVP yeah. uh, solo. Yeah. Uh, and, and the people who control the most areas of that actual part of the map, uh, get a special bonus at the end of the weekend That'd be pretty cool. uh, and have that as like a troll. Sorry, yeah, I maybe. just would like to see. I think that's one of the things Destiny got really right was the way that they cut. Oh, they put a specific line down the middle. It was like PvP gives yep. you PvP rewards, PvE gives you PvE rewards. Like, I think that's how it needs to be with the division because it made no sense going into the dark zone to find stuff for PvE content because you were essentially pushing the mm. player base in and a lot of the player base into an experience that they didn't want to take, partake in. So, yeah, like... I think if you want PvP to thrive, like the rewards in the Dark Zone need to be PvP focused. Yeah, definitely. I I, I still love the the beta feeling of, of Division One, where you didn't know what was going on in the, in the Dark Zone. Now it's all if you see Manhunt, you run. Yeah, unless you've got a really really good. Well, build. actually, I have a story <laughs> um, about Manhunts. I went on my first Manhunt last night in uh, Rogue Two Point Oh. Oh, did yeah, you? My first Manhunt. Yeah, yeah. I watched this. It yeah, was great. I uh, I was like, oh my god. <laughs> I wrecked a bunch of guys that I'm obviously thinking were farmers because I'm shit and I I put them into the dirt repeatedly like to get Manhunt level two. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, I'm yeah. going to run to the station and cleanse this Manhunt. It'll be my first ever Manhunt. And there was about eight agents waiting at the station for me. And I was like, got shredded. And I was like, <laughs> oh, and that was my first introduction to Road 2.0. And as good yeah. as I think it was that you can now, you have to toggle to go rogue why they decided to make the station visible to everyone is just yeah what what is that like yeah. why that may like have four or five stations around the map all visible and you can pick which one to go to like it's uh I, I, that baffled me that decision it's, really baffled me yeah that that doesn't yeah. make any sense at all whatsoever um so i think what uh, the a point i wanted to half talk about before too with the cal was mentioning was do you think the they've been using basically the last year and a half of the division one as testing beds for like the division yeah. two. So everything they've in- implemented is sort of, let's see how they like this. And, and oh, without if it doubt. works, we'll without put it into the division two. Yeah. I think a lot of, I think there's the team that's been working on the division two is larger than we know. I think like, uh, I think it's yeah. bigger than we know. And the team working on the actual, like the division one is, is smaller than we know. So the division two's dev team is like four studios, but I believe that the team that we see for the work working on the division one has been um, much smaller, but has done a lot in that time with the game. Um, yeah. I, I think they've learned a lot from the first game, like the mistake. You can definitely tell they've learned from the mistakes they made just with the division two, ba- like the, the demo. Um, the thing that like, I, I think that they've made some courageous decisions with the number, the second one that, like people aren't going to be happy about, but they're just going to have to understand that that is the game that they are buying and that that's, that is what they're playing. Yeah. Um. I've seen some tweets from people saying, you know, I don't want to play a cover-based shooter. Like I, in multiplayer, I don't want to be behind cover. It's like, well, don't buy a cover-based shooter. Sorry. You know, yeah, <laughs> if you don't want that, there's <laughs> Battlefield Five. there's, you know, Call of Duty, there's 
heaps of other shooters out there you can play don't play the division like it's yeah you know <laughs> simple yeah, it is it's very simple it's it was marketed as a cover based shooter from right from yeah. the very start yeah. like at no stage it, mm. it's only that like i said before we broke the game and made it a face tanking shooter yeah. that's it yeah. that's that's the reason but um oh, so what was we'll probably better start wrapping this up because I'm tired but you, oh, I'm, I'm assuming you're we're even worse got, we've still got some news to go as well <laughs> I know Jeez. we've got to get to that I just want to get over this whole E3 <laughs> experience like what what was your highlight after all uh, that just, like what we've talked about honestly the game? Uh, just meeting everyone the, the people. people the people were the highlight for me yeah. I can't I can't stress that enough Um, the the sort of backward and forward between me and Rylat that was a lot of fun as well it was very unexpected I didn't <laughs> didn't think that was going to happen but we just kind of like one tweet turned into another into another and it just went all week um yeah it was just like and he's had people asking him about the bromance yeah, as well in yeah. interviews as i've seen as well yeah it's uh <laughs> international it's fame. so good like uh there was just um like there was a picture i took of him where he was getting interviewed by some guy some dude just walked up to him was like you're a star player let me interview you <laughs> and he was like what like what is this this random guy it's like can i just get your reaction on what you saw just then and i was like standing off to the side just taking photos of him going like i'm gonna get this guy so good and uh yeah it just it just went from strength to strength but it was just the camaraderie like we were all there just wanting to enjoy being part of a video game and just like to meet the people that we've interacted with for uh you know two years and the developers and, and meet them in real life and it was just it just ticked every box and i wish i'd gone to the ubisoft party but my my australian <laughs> stomach does not handle authentic mexican <gasps> food i oh, know uh, like authentic spanish mexican <laughs> food from this, this like yeah really? it just it, it did not sit well i can't oh. get enough of that shit and i was like i was like i'm gonna go to the ubisoft party but i can't get off the toilet like it was just it was not good wait are you calling uh taco bell authentic mexican no it wasn't taco bell it was an actual proper like grill bar place and I was just like, I was like, oh my God, I was ruined. And Bourne didn't go either because he didn't feel too good. Like it was just after the, after the, the, like the last day we were just, most of us were pretty exhausted. Was, I think uh, we might have just found the new survival mode. Did you say there's a Taco Bell in the game on the map somewhere, yeah, Josh? There, <laughs> yeah. Uh, there is a Taco Bell that is located within the Pentagon. Okay. For- Done people in the pentagon that'll be the raid boss oh, you gotta eat you stuff. gotta consume yeah. food from there and not die that's the boss yeah. <laughs> that's the new virus yeah that's it taco bell's <laughs> infected <laughs> the world taco bell food poisoning as, as did you, did, oh, everyone's got the bubble gun as an australian okay. going over to the states like i know like you and me like, when we go to a restaurant right and you order a drink and then you get you like you want another drink you have to order it like you're like oh thanks you know you order a coke and then you, you finish that and you're like can i just have another coke and you'll pay for that and you pay for each yeah. subsequent one you get when mm-hmm. i was in a, like in the states there is this mentality of like service first all the time and i don't remember a single time where i was sitting at breakfast or where i was um sitting at like dinner and my glass wasn't filled with orange juice or, or yeah. pepsi and it was like yeah mm what the hell you know like it just they just are you was that your first time it in the was States? yeah 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 it's and it's all boiled around because because it's because of the service lead industry and the fact they get paid so poorly yeah and they live on tips they literally a lot of them will bend yeah. over backwards for you to try and make yeah. your experience because they know that that you'll you'll tip them well, well i didn't tip and that's my, why I, they get upset yeah. if I, they you don't tip i didn't tip my driver <sighs> coming from the, the from the airport to the hotel and oh Jeez, my god man. he 
he let me know about it. But I was like, fuck, wow. man, I don't know what I'm doing. And then I tipped some lady 50 bucks for a hamburger. I was like, was that enough? Like, <laughs> yes. I went, I went over there with about 800, uh, 800 American dollars and I came back with about 600 American dollars. I hardly spent anything. So, which was disappointing because oh, wow. eat. That's not bad. Because, like, I thought there'd be a big shop at E3 um, where you could go oh. and buy heaps of stuff. There was nothing. There was a shirt shop and that was no. it. And then, um, wow. The Bethesda booth yeah. had some stuff you could buy, but and the Ubisoft store wouldn't accept cash. I wouldn't accept cash. I was like, "Oh no!" Like I wanted to buy a limited edition <laughs> division, so and I didn't get it. So we only accept Phoenix credits. Yeah. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> I should have just been like, "Do you know who I am?" Like <laughs> that's it. No, it, wouldn't, it wouldn't have worked. <laughs> wouldn't have worked at all. Uh, no, would have Did- been a funny story though. Yes, it would have been kicked been. out of the Ubisoft store. Yeah. <laughs> I've heard someone got <laughs> kicked. A name uh, I heard a star player got kicked out of the Ubisoft star player program. So I was like, I don't know who it is, but oh, yeah, wow. they, did, they started slagging off Ubisoft in the middle of like with, like some presentation. So yeah, uh, it was one of the last dance guys. I got one dance move wrong, and then just the guys went, "Nah, you're no, out." See ya. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. There, there was five of them, but you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. too many, too many jazz hands. They just went, "No, sorry, man, you're out." Go on. Yeah, good. Um, so, my favorite part of watching your stuff was you trying to a stream from your room with, oh, with dodgy Wi-Fi, Robe Twenty, um, robe, but then all of a sudden, Robe Twenty Nine. Yeah, that that was great. Yeah, yeah. And then all of a sudden, everyone in chat's like, "Oh, can I come up to your room?" Yeah. Up to your room? Then all of a sudden, you had like Deep Fried Dave, and you had all these other guys Cal in your and, room, and, uh, and yeah, like Manny was there. I love how and, yeah. easy you just gave up your room number. To the whole world, Mate, I don't care who's uh, while you're streaming. <laughs> well, you can give up the room number. They all like all the star players would have been in the same hotel, yeah. so that would have been fine. I thought it was funny. He's just like, yeah, come up to room whatever it was. Yeah. I should have remembered it by now. But um, <laughs> and then all of a sudden, yeah, ten minutes later, you got all these guys. Yeah, in the room like it was like Red Thirty Four or something like that. But yeah, it was. Yeah, I was just like, you're only there once, like. What's going to happen? <laughs> Someone turns That's up with it. Well, actually, when um when Swedishield turned he up, gets when Swedishield um, turned up with his uh his FMP ninety, his airsoft FMP ninety, I was like, "Fuck, can I put this on Twitch?" Like three dudes sitting in a hotel room with a replica <laughs> firearm. Like, is this a good idea? <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, it was pretty awesome. Maybe not. Yeah. Um, but no. It was- hey, if you put an NRA poster behind it, you probably yeah. put it. <laughs> it was. It was good though. It was. It was really good. I think people got to see a different side of all those star players than what they do like on stream. Yeah. Uh, it was, it was sort of like a lot more human, which I think is good. That's it. So is the rumors true? Is deep fried Dave bringing back his podcast? I think he might be. I don't a hundred percent know, but I, I think he's going to start building with that hype for the second game. Wow. I hope so. It's a great podcast. No, I, hold on. Hold on, you're on a great podcast. <laughs> I didn't say there could be more than one great co- yeah. podcast. Now, I, I think Rogue Agent Radio has been been tweeting out that they're they're very much coming back. So I, I look yeah. forward to it because I was definitely uh, one of their. I listened to every one of their episodes. So yeah, it was sad to see them go, but I understand why they it was. Did. Yeah. I, I just like I probably should listen to more podcasts than I actually no. do. Like I've never just... been one of those people that like listens to heaps of podcasts, but. Uh, I, I decided like I'm going to start doing it more because I have a pretty long drive to work and I just yeah, like yeah. Yeah, I don't do much work at work so I should just 
That's it. I mean, <laughs> anything, anything I from like the Ultra Super Mega Network is perfect, really. Yeah. yeah Actually, no, it's work, not. Yeah. But anyway, we won't care. <laughs> um, far from perfect, but we've got lots, lots to grow. But I'm glad we are growing. The numbers are looking good. So thank you, everyone, who's who's found us over the last couple of weeks. Uh, especially, I've got to, got to do some shout-outs shout out to the end. Let's go into the news quickly before we all fall asleep. Uh, actually, Josh, can you do your news at the end so we can fall asleep? Basically, the main thing is with the division, we've had the global event has started on Monday. Uh, it's Outbreak, which is back to number one. We've got uh, Dead Eye, Lone Star, and that other one. As All the, the must-have gear, sets, gear can... sets. All the must-have gear sets. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so global event has started. It's only for the one week until... We haven't found any bugs in it yet, so besides us clearing it too quickly... Uh, we were finishing it, and we weren't finishing it. We we're doing Amherst, and no one was spawning on the roof at the end of Amherst every time we went there. So I don't know what that was about, but um, it's alive and go there now. Get your gear sets, people. We've also got shields um, have happened. We talked about that last episode. Um, yep. And but we have had the leak of the potential shields coming forward. Um, well, it wasn't so much a leak is uh, the division... The patch notes as well, I think it was. Yeah, uh, they actually put out a, a news thing uh, saying these are the shields that are coming. You've got your four to start with and here's the names of all the ones that are coming. Um, so then you've got the, the ones that are, that are coming for each month leading up to the release of Div 2. But there is a leak that tied into that telling you what you need to do to get those shields. Yeah. I'm curious so, to see if any of those shields will be PvP, though. Oh, uh, from what I can see, no. There is no. no PvP in there. There is some stuff to do with the Dark Zone, but yeah, nothing is actually PvP-related. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I thought they would have done something for the PvP players to give them some kind of custom shield. The problem they have with that is, I guess, you are then locking out, like you said, there's 20% of the player base mm. is playing PvP, and you are locking out 80% of the player base from getting that shield and when they have said that one of the rewards is um the the top reward for the division two is you have to get all 12 shields that would be Mm. but the Mm. other thing they've done is they are going to force people to use the um the season pass they have to have the season pass to get all 12 shields because you have to play survival and you have to play underground which i can't wait you see how how populated survival is going to be if there are people oh yes that shield is going yeah, to be awesome. But I th- when does that survival shield come out? Because already we've seen oh. in, the, in the dark zone, like that was the first time I'd gone into the dark zone in forever was to get the shield. And it was active. Like we were working yeah. with people to clear landmarks um, yeah. and running around. And there was always that tension build because it was four of us and three of them. And Yeah, the DZ was actually good. It was actually a lot of fun and you were farming mm-hmm. properly. And yep. you know, when you when you fired off a... Fired off a, a um, you know, call in the heli that didn't crash. Um, <laughs> you know, it, uh, you know, you were still hanging around waiting just in case someone decided to come and wreck your day. And it, it was almost old school. It was. DZ. And, you, and, and the cool thing was, I think there was, there, there seemed to be one particular clan that just sort of hung out in one area, went rogue and would just, you just need to avoid that. And yep. it kind of 
was okay. And it worked the way yeah. I originally thought the Dark Zone would work too. If if we were getting ganked in one, two, or three, we went up to seven, eight, nine, and we just played up there, yeah. and and that got us away from them, and yeah. that's where the harder NPCs are. So it reminds it, me of the old upper echelon like farming nights we used to do when we used to like get the community like together and get like sixteen or eighteen people in a server. Yeah. And you know there'd be like some dudes going rogue down the bottom, and we'd just be like, hey. Just leave us alone, and they'd be like, "Yeah, cool, no problem." Like, it, yeah, it used to be good times. The um, mm. the the big thing is that the big shield everyone's got to look out for is three thousand accommodation score. Um, yeah, it's oh, going to really? probably be one of the yeah. harder ones to get. But yeah. the other other big one is the chieftain, which is uh, reach your highest optimization score. That's not oh, too hard. That. Yeah. That's, that's that's not too hard for people that've been playing it since release. Yeah, for someone can... like me who bought it, left it, bought it on another console, we'll get you there. It's yeah, I know. Yeah. I'll get I'll there. Look how quickly we like, got you to uh, level thirty. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't be too worried about that. Particularly, particularly if you start having to. I think one of the other, um, one of the other shields is it was it get all of the exotics. If you yes. start hunting exotics pretty hard, yeah. you'll pick up that much other high ranking and then stuff. It's just plus all the. Yeah. yeah, plus yeah. all the plus all the um, div tech plus everything else, you you'll be fine. Yeah, it's just yeah. the optimization we'll station. Then you. you'll be right. So mm-hmm. the thing we've yeah, found already, we're chasing accommodation score already in uh, the Ultra Super Mega Crew, and um, we're oh, doing gosh. star jumps yes, and lifts are. again. We're doing. I'm, I'm using my <laughs> different emotes wherever I can because there's an emote one. I'm mm-hmm. I'm crafting again. I didn't realize I I've had got a, a um, exotic. I picked up I... a rock paper scissors emote. That's awesome. Oh, I love it. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I actually ran around uh, New York for about two hours the other day, uh, a couple of weeks ago, just so that I could close doors while I was in cover, <laughs> so I could get that one. Good See, old commendation. I was this just watching some shit on YouTube, just walking around, I'm like, I'm in cover. Okay, let's do this. Uh, I need to start doing some of the commendations for the, the, um, for the global events, because I've done hardly any of them. I was like, I don't really mm. care. Like, I and then when I saw shields, I'm like, oh, shit, I should probably care. No, the, these shields are good. Like, I was afraid, especially if mm. the rumor was they're going to be all retroactive. I'm like, well, everyone's going to have them. But they've done a good job, and they've given us some easy ones mm. to start with, and then we've got the next six months to work up to the harder ones. And they've let us know yeah. in advance, which is even better. Um, yeah. So I'm looking forward, and it's making us play the game in different ways again which is so good and it's the same content yeah. but we're still going to be playing it. like the survival one like you said i can't wait for that oh. to be able to see pvp survival at its best i played i played my first game of survival last night in ages and i didn't finish it but i um i had a dude attack me straight up like a, another player oh, and i wrecked him with a pistol i was like oh my god this feels like the old days <laughs> yeah <laughs> Tell yeah, me, I had like, a really negative, okay. I had a really negative experience with survival when it came out. So I'm actually keen to go back in mm. and actually like learn to play it properly and actually do enjoy it. Because I think I just got, I think I think at the time I was a couple of, like I went away or something like that, and I was a couple of weeks behind everyone else. And you know, everyone's like, "Oh yeah, go do this, do that," and I'm like, "Ha, huh, what? Hang on!" Like, and you know, there was like a, a very path, very stable pathway to success. And if you didn't get in and like run in a particular direction and do it properly you were you're basically wrecked and like oh this is shit i'll just go back to playing i think your other problem was you you played with me at launch and i sucked and that (laughs) didn't help (laughs) that may have been a reason (laughs) i I remember like myself and um myself and jazz gaming uh from the upper echelon um 
group, we were the first people to break 30,000 as well on wow. uh, as a score on, on survival. Nice. We got a shout out on state of the game, so Ooh, which wow, was pretty nice. good. And that was playing PvP as well. So yeah, Ooh. we are. And then all the streamers, the big name streamers came in and panned us because we didn't stream it. I was like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> so all I all I hear there is you need you need us to run with you in survival. That's great. Thank yeah. you, Dubitimi. Yeah. That's great. Cool. Yeah. Done. Oh, we've only got well, with him for five hours apparently. Well, just letting you guys <laughs> know, it. I'll be starting to stream the division on PC starting next week. So yes, nice. So yeah. excited about this. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it, I just. Have you got a character at the 30 on PC? Cause... I don't know. So I'm going to okay. need some power leveling, boys. You're going to have Let to us know. Leveling. Like I said, our, oh, we'll be there. our crew is extremely <laughs> active at the moment. We've usually got about five or six or seven most nights, so there's always some spare spots floating around. That's good. Awesome. Um, and I, I will actually be focusing on the division yeah, we a got bit that, more than I we was. We've got that guy before. to level 30. I'm a, how good, how, well, you got me up to level 22, and then I'm like, no, I've got other things to do. I'm going to play this this sweet tower defense game. Oh, Stardew Valley. Yeah, oh, exactly. Hey, don't talk shit about don't talk shit about Stardew Valley. <laughs> you, no, you no. joke. I'm not talking shit about farming simulator. That, yeah, that that was one of the things that took me away from the division. I was no, it was. Yeah, I've got it on my <laughs> Switch, and it's the greatest. Uh, I love that. How game. was your Switch on the 37 hour flight? Were the flights you did? It was great. It was a lifesaver. <laughs> it was a lifesaver. I played heaps of Star uh, uh, South Park, the Fractured Butthole. That game is designed for the Switch. I don't yeah. care what anyone says; it's better on the Switch than it is on console. I played uh, it on PC, oh, no, but I had to yeah. use a controller. I, yeah, I, I couldn't keyboard mouse that. It had to be controller. The touch, the touchpad on the Switch is just designed for that game. Yeah. Um, and that's actually like I, was, I told you, I had a story about that. So I'm a yeah. big fan of Rabbids, um, Mario Rabbids. I think it's a, I think it's the best crossover game we've seen in years. Yep. And I thought it was the best game on the Switch last year. Um, mm. That's a big call. I know Zelda and Mario Odyssey, but I think Zelda was average and Mario Odyssey was good, but I still think Mario Rabbids was... Oh, he's was speaking a, my was language. Game. I like it. <laughs> um, I was playing the DLC at a booth in the UB, in the UB fan zone yeah. and uh, I was just like, I was like, yeah, this is really good. Donkey Kong completely changes the dynamic of, of uh, Mario Rabbids. And I was like, this game is great. I love this game. I thought it was the best Switch game last year. And the guy was like showing it to me. He's like... Oh yeah, yeah, like that. Thank you, you know, thanks for the feedback. And I was like, cool, thanks for letting me play. And I walked off to go and get some pizza rolls because these these people were like walking around <laughs> saying, "Do you want pizza rolls?" And they were like, they were like hounding you mercilessly if you didn't accept them. So I was like, fine, I'll just have some pizza rolls. And then the next minute, I turn around and it's the guy who was at the booth, and he's like, "This is I can't remember his name, which is really terrible." Oh, he's no. like, "This is such and such, the creative director of Mario Rabbids, like uh. pretty much the head guy." And I was like. <laughs> He's like, can you just tell him what you told me? And I was like, your game, your game is good. Your game is really good. And he's like, thank you. And I was like, it's actually excellent. I thought it was the best game last year. And he was like, this is very good feedback. Thank you. And I was like, can I eat my pizza rolls now? Like, <laughs> but no, he was, he was, it was just like so surreal. There were so many people that would, you just, you're like, who's that? And it's like, oh, that's just the head of such and such, yeah. you know, like, and you're like, yeah. It's no oh. big deal. That's just that guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just yeah. It's just the head of it's just the head of Ubisoft. You're like, oh, hey. Was it, that <laughs> was it would have been uh, was it what's his name, David? Yeah, yeah. I, something uh, I can't remember. Yeah, yeah, David. yeah. He, he's, he, got, he was just like he was like super stoked, and that was like I just love hearing that my game is really fun to people, and I'm like, dude, like Nintendo are killing it with Ubisoft yeah. at the moment. Like you can mm. tell they've got their trust because of it. they're entrusting Ubisoft with one of their their most iconic franchises in Star Fox. So, yeah. like, yeah. And we are gonna, what, what happened last yeah. time Nintendo entrusted someone with Mario? We got the Mario movie. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. <laughs> I love that movie, though. That's great. And, it's uh, so good. Yeah, it's bad. I was... So bad, it's good. But the Switch, uh, if you don't own a Switch, buy a Switch. If you mm-hmm. think you won't like it, you're wrong. It is. Oh, no, I've, we've got a Switch. Yeah. It's we're awesome. Uh, yeah. I've convinced everyone here to have one. Actually, Josh got one before me, so I can't say that. Yeah, I did. Definitely got Cal to get one. So we, and we, I was yeah. vehem- I was vehemently against the Switch when I first heard about it. I was like, this is shit. Like, yeah. what are Nintendo doing? Stop with the gimmicks. Stop being a shit company and just make a games console that people want to play. And I had to eat my words so bad. Yep. Because oh. that that console is just amazing. Mm. I just loved it because I could be sitting there playing, say, Zelda, and I'm like, I've got to go to the toilet, grab my Switch. Oh, we can still keep playing Zelda, yeah. <laughs> I think exactly the reason it was it was yeah. willed into existence. Um, I, overshare, yeah. Josh. Overshare. No, undershare. Hey, I didn't tell you what I was doing. Yes, exactly. I don't think there's any Ghost Recon news. Was there Ghost Recon news? We're still a little bit away from the uh, patch. There is no Ghost, mm. uh, Ghost Recon news. Okay, so nada. Give me, nada. give me the short version of the Rainbow Six news, Josh. Oh, then, Ubi, then Uber Timmy wants to tell some some Rainbow Six news as well. Oh yes. yeah, I've got my own. Yeah, yeah. My own <laughs> he's brought it. He's brought the, the gold. Nice. He has. Uh, so season eight of the Pro League starts today. Uh, Challenger League started earlier in the week, I think it was, or late last uh, Saturday last week. Challenger series started, which is the APAC uh, related esports one. But Pro League season eight starts today. Uh, and they've also dropped patch 2.1 for PC, which happened uh, 10 days ago, but there's still no word on when that's coming to PS4 and Xbox One. Never. Uh, and there, there was a few things with Operation Parabellum. Namely, they misspelled Opera- uh, Parabellum on the <laughs> seasonal weapon skin banner. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Whoops. Oh, no. Uh, there was a few things in there. Uh, most of it was just weird stuff apart from Maestro getting stuck if you destroyed both of his evil eyes. He couldn't do anything. <laughs> he was useless. <laughs> um, but yeah, the, that one's uh, that one's there, ready to go. Did, and they, did they get rid of the spontaneous urge to every time someone picked Maestro that you have to say, hey, hey bubbity boobity? No, no, that's still in oh, there. Unfortunately, in there? Uh, okay. if you pick bubbity Alibi bubbity or Maestro, you just kind of go, yeah. bubbity boobity. Oh, crap. Hey, bubbity boobity. <laughs> Can I just quickly say, Alibi is one of the smartest Rainbow Six Siege operators that's ever oh, yes. been introduced into that game. That yeah. her her ability is just it just changes the entire game. I just so, love as well that you can stand on like if someone sees that that's a fake Alibi, you can then go stand on top of it and it cuts out. Yeah, and if they peek oh, back really? in, it's like oh, it's still there, and then you fucking blast them in the head, and then. Like, yeah, huh, yeah, gotcha. Yeah, it's brilliant. <laughs> do you do you play much Siege, Wilco? I I I play Siege with these guys carrying me very very heavily. Um, <laughs> yeah. I I do use Alibi though, and I do love that because that gets me points when they shoot that, and then I I send Josh over to kill them. But I actually, last time I played, I was playing as uh, Mute, and yeah. I was putting down the stuff, and then I was actually playing aggressive defense. So I was actually running out and around, not not camp- spawn camping, but actually going oh, ahead and and looking roaming. for where yeah looking for where they yeah. were and actually um 
killing them that way. And I was actually getting a lot of kills that way. And I was really enjoying it at yeah. that stage. But it took about what we, we played for four hours straight and three and a half hours of dying repeatedly and getting wiped um, before we actually started <laughs> playing well. And that last half hour was really, really enjoyable. The first three and a half looked terrible. Yeah, so. it, it's because we were, uh, or both me and Milko were super rusty. Oh, yeah. So I was yeah. like, yeah, we've got to get back into the field. And I think this and then, was... the, then the next night I was playing with Cal and Wingnut. Yeah. And maybe Grav? Grav would have been there as well, yeah. Maybe. Uh, but yeah, we smashed it. We were winning left, right, and center. It's like, oh, this yeah. is good. It's Love this. I, that game just keeps going from strength to strength. Really yeah, good. I was... I I'm, I'm the fuse guy, soon. mate. I'm the I'm the guy who blows up the hostage. So if, yeah, if there's yeah. a hostage to be blown up, I can do it. Yeah. No, one, no so, problem. <laughs> a valuable What's member this hostage of any map? Team. Oh, I'm going to go fuse the hostage room. Yeah, <laughs> they they actually now on the playlist select no hostage mode because I use fuse. So <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah, but that was the first time I'd actually played competitive PvP on PC as well. So that would have been another yeah. part of why we was because I used to play PS4. Um, so yeah, it's a, it's a, a whole, whole different, different world when you go from PS4 to PC. Like the first time I did, I'm like, I I don't understand what is going on. Like I know how to play this game, I just don't get what is happening. Yeah, yeah. and they just rebooted all the key bindings as well, so everything that I'd learned, oh, I yeah. didn't have. I just oh, went, oh, I was annoying. It's terrible. I was well, so actually annoying. just quickly as well. One of the master classes I actually did uh, at E3 was based on Rainbow Six Siege. Yep. And we actually Ooh. were coming up with ideas for a new operator. So Ooh. it was very, very interesting. So, yeah, I'm, I'm interested any to see if that... If I can't really talk much about it because they are like they told us it's yeah, no. uh, sort of not to speak <laughs> about it. But they were looking at a defender that had the same utility as Bandit. That's all I can really oh. say. Nice. Um, but, yeah, it was uh, not utility as in electrical utility, but as denying breach yeah. utility. So yeah. um, there were some denied. really good yeah. ideas that were that were thrown around. Um, and the way they actually come up with an operator is very interesting. So, um, yeah, if if I if this operator comes into the game at some stage and I know Look. that I was like, we, we helped put that idea together, I'll be pretty stoked. Yeah, that'd be amazing. Nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like when I had that idea of a helicopter crashing in a game and Ubisoft just repeatedly used it over and over again. <laughs> like, uh, this one oh, guy you, one, you got to go one idea, time said helicopter crash. Wow. Every game. I would, I would like to see a division operator in Rainbow Six Siege though. I would like to see a crossover yeah. like that. And I would I, like to see them had, had a seeker mine that was like a remote explosive. Like I think that would be pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. I'm, cool. I'm sure they'd be able to work something in like that. Like... Like an attacker that had one seeker mine and it was a remote explosive that you could use. Wouldn't kill a player, but could do, like, could be, uh, you could have an option like the Candela where it, like, flashed, but instead of flashing, maybe put out gas or um, it mm. exploded and took out, like, enemy utilities. So, an attacker, yeah, but it's cool. smoke and they've got a roaming device. Yeah. That is basically Make the it happen. Mine. There you go. The other, I- the other idea I thought about was, like, an operator that was a division operator, but they had a pulse, like, Lion's. Um, like Lion's scanner, but it went out once and that was it. And it would like, it would instantly put a blip up where that person was in the room, but it would fade pretty much instantly. So yeah. you wouldn't, yeah. you wouldn't know if they'd moved from that position. So, yep. but yeah. I honestly think I th- we will see agents in Ghost Recon Wildlands in one of the yeah. upcoming story, uh, little things like they did like Splinter Cell. I think we'll yeah. be, especially leading up to the Division 2, I think you'll see. Yeah. There'll be a special event where we get an, a, a Division agent come to. Yeah. But There'll be a lead something. on on something, and one, someone gets activated. Yeah. But um, 
uh, in in Rainbow Six to be sweet. I think they I would like them to model a lot of the specializations off Rainbow Six opera, uh, operators because I think there's some really good ideas in there that can be taken across. And like I said, Chachanka, I think that's a must. Have a mobile turret on a mm. on a in in the division as a special. Yeah. would be sick. <laughs> that would be amazing. I, Especially I if actually, it's I'm pretty. I'm pretty bummed that they didn't like announce a Splinter Cell because I started a Twitter oh. account just in case. Like, I, yeah, I, I was like, well, "Yeah, let's go, boys." You like, have no long. I've I've had 35 episodes of building up the fact that we were going to have a release, and now it's it's pushing towards 2019. It's going to have to yeah. happen then. Um, but yeah, I was bummed too. I, especially like I was watching it. I was half watching it. I was at work, so I had it on the screen on the shelf, and I looked over and I saw they faded to black, and then the green lights came up. And it was the rabbits one, and I'm like, yeah, yeah. I know. I almost had it. Almost had it. But yeah. Oh, not only that, but there was that Walmart leak, and everyone went, "Oh, that Walmart oh, leak." Walmart. That was Stupid terrible. Walmart they only leak. got like yeah. two things right. Stupid Canadians <laughs> ruining my. Day. I I did ask someone, and I'm not gonna re- I'm not gonna repeat who it was. So I'm not gonna repeat any. But I asked someone about a Splinter Cell, and they said they didn't say yes, and they didn't say no. They said they couldn't comment. Yeah. Ah. So take from that what you will. Oh, it's one hundred percent. There we go. Yeah. Done. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I think it's now packs. It'll just be for Wilco. They'll release it at packs. Packs yeah. for Wilco, and they'll call him out too, and they'll let him and they'll let him announce it. I just yeah. can't believe we had Sam come into Ubisoft Club app as Sam Fisher, as a named after Sam Fisher. We had Sam in Ghost Recon Wildlands. Just so much. Oh, it was easily just to troll you, man. Like I don't, I don't think I know. any other. Yeah, like this Wilco guy, he really wants this. Let's just put in Sam Fisher and fuck with him. Yeah. <laughs> just this one person. If I believed that anyone knew who I was, that would be the exact probable reason I'd go with. To be honest, as well. Um, <laughs> are, are we finished with your your version of the Rainbow Six news? Ah, uh, yes, I am done with my Rainbow Six news. Okay, Uber Timmy wants to bring something to the oh, table. Yeah, what Cloud, do you got, mate? Cloud Nine. Cloud Nine played their first match and got smacked. For a Rainbow Six Siege, which was really unfortunate, everyone's hot. Like everyone's sort of jumped in on Cloud Nine and actually treated them pretty badly, as far as um, uh, uh, like social media like comments can get. They've been pretty harsh, but it was their first match essentially yeah. as a team. But it didn't go well. They did get they were they were zero and six uh, in oh, their I first, know that feeling their first match, and they got they got smacked. So yeah. I think they'll come good, but I. I think it's going to take some time. But the Pro League, mm-hmm. this season of the Pro League is going to be the best by a mile. Oh, so yeah. with the pick and ban system, that's it's it changes the entire yeah, Pro putting League. Yeah, putting that pick and ban in is going to change the whole scene yeah. so much. And with the map banning as well, so you can ban maps, like you can play maps, but that map will be banned for the next match and then vice versa. Mm. Like it's going to really like shake up the actual... The, the league as well, because you see the same teams pick the same three maps all the time, and yep. uh, that's not going to happen anymore. So, yeah, no, that's it. That's no. good to so see. So, what, what's that, Cloud Nine? You want to do Clubhouse? How about no? Yeah, <laughs> how about no? Yeah, yeah, how about no? <laughs> that, I mean, they, I wish they I played, knew the maps, they played Border, <laughs> and in the pick and ban, they didn't like Cloud Nine didn't ban Echo, and Echo is overpowered oh. as now with his two drones, so it was just, yeah. The one player for Space Station Gaming Redeemer, I think his name is, he just had a field day. Had an absolute field day. So with both yeah, Pulse Echo and on Echo. that map is just off the wall. Yeah. It's yeah. crazy. With two drones now, he's unstoppable almost. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, I think we're, we've we've filled our quota of an hour podcast. It just says an hour twenty seven mm-hmm. on my clock right now. <laughs> um, <laughs> let, let's start closing out. Thank you so much, Uber Timmy we Man. For do we have three questions as well. Oh my god, questions. we had questions. Sorry, <laughs> yeah, I'm just, questions. Oh, bad host, terrible host. Actually, I was just afraid of pressing this button. Last time I pressed this button, we lost all the webcams. Um, <laughs> pressed it. We're good. Let's go down to the questions. I all three one of them are the, from. Oh, they're all from Boris. Okay, Boris. so we are talking to Boris. We're in negotiations at the moment to have him on as the guest for next week's episode. So um, hopefully he comes through with us. Uh, <laughs> we're going to start up a weekly segment um, after that called uh, Bory the Builder, and he's going to go through some builds <laughs> for the division for us. So. He is a brilliant man as far as bills go. You need to listen to this guy. So once we get it, we're going to pre-record it and we'll put it up as part of the, oh, the podcast. So pretty much looking forward to that so much. So he's got three questions for us. Yes. Uh, what did Uber Timmy think of the movement changes shown in the demo? We asked that before. Uh, give us. I, yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was smooth. Um, I think it's better. It plays better. It's a more refined version of the, the like the division that we're we're playing now. Much more refined. Yeah. I love the fact that it's slow. You, your animation is now slow to get up, and then you get the speed. Like it's so much looks so much more realistic as you come out of cover. Yeah, yeah. Um, did you feel the same, or just look different? So that's the second part of that same um, question. Yeah, so it felt different, but it looked the same. If that makes sense, like I didn't, yeah. I didn't feel like the animations changed too much, apart from like the running. Yeah, uh, the running. I felt like the sliding into cover, moving from cover to cover, felt the same. Oh, sorry, uh, looked the same, but it felt different. It was just smoother. Like it just felt like you were you were hitting cover quicker. You were just mm-hmm. yeah, like and you could you could pop out of cover quickly and shoot things and duck back down. And the one thing that I really liked was when it comes to grenades. Now there are two different ways to throw them. So you can pull the grenade out and just roll it and like throw it around a corner or yep. throw it at like just throw it over the top or you you can stand up to hurl it further but you can get shot at if you wow. do that you'll get prioritized by by npcs if you do that so that's pretty yeah, cool it was it was very very cool did you notice any ability to draw aggro like cuz the aggro's uh, yes aggro's in division yes. 1 but not very yeah. it, not well, i didn't think it got implemented very well like i think it's pretty much you useless. can you'll find that if you stick you stick your head up out of cover to shoot, you will draw aggro. So okay. um, they prioritize people who stick up out of cover. So, oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. Because that's what I was hoping. If they do a tank specialization, that he had some kind of ability to, to draw aggro, obviously being looking like yeah, a heavy yeah. and, and something like that. So uh, the third part of his question was, how many times did you get to play the demo? Okay, so I played it probably about nine times. <laughs> and uh, at one stage, we played it four times in a row, uh, to speed run it. So myself, Cal. I heard um, this, yes. Yeah. So myself, Cal, Manny, and I believe it was either Pete or I, I can't, or Rylat, one of the two. We played it with a few people, but, um, and I think Splinishill tried it with us at once as well at stage as well. But we got it down to five minutes and 11 seconds. We sped run the demo. Um, but the fastest time is four minutes and 10 seconds by the QC team. Yeah. So, wow. yeah, we were, we're considering that we, we got it down to that that time in, i'm pretty happy with that yeah and nine one, nine yeah. attempts 
like we've seen we've seen the the trailer the actual trailer they did the cringe commentary like the really cringe commentary <laughs> yeah. between the players the can chatter yeah one of the ladies when we were speed running it one of the ladies was like we should have recorded you guys because this yeah. is awesome like we were just we were like giving shout outs and call outs and like just yeah um yeah it was it was like that's what we I was, were doing it legit i was gonna say before with um especially with the pvp stuff i think especially having to put armor kits on you're going to be using, yeah. using more tactics and more team play like look i need to put especially with three or four seconds to do it cover me yeah, while i yeah. put armor on no problems or, or things like that is going to be more you're going to have to use that a lot more often in the division two from what i see yes, anyway yeah. from my very bad angle that i watched the thing from so yeah um so we've got some uh, last-minute questions from the Last Wave himself, the Last Wave agent, beautiful man in chat right now. Um, he's got his tinfoil hat on for this question. Uh, what is the craziest but most realistic plot twist you'd love to see in The Division 2? I mean, for me personally, I would like to see that Aaron Keener has become the president and essentially uh, the government. Like, oh, wow. I, I don't know if it'll ever happen, but... like at the end of the game apparently there's a huge plot twist at the end of the game i would love to see that like aaron keener has assumed control of the government and essentially has made you has you know made you rogue so if you're (laughs) if you're if you've played the whole game through like you know haven't gone rogue in the dz or haven't like have just tried to save everything and like you know save what remains and then all of a sudden your class is rogue and you're being hunted like i just i think that would be a great plot twist that that is what i would love to see Mm. That sounds oh, pretty good. That's yeah, actually good. I like yeah that it one. does actually. We um we did a whole <laughs> segment the pre-show last week of my tinfoil hat, and that's what actually made my video happen because we sat there for half an hour picking the the trailers apart and with our tinfoil hats. Yeah. Are, are we getting horses as mounts or not? Nah. I don't know because I put, don't know. That uh, I what... I know. This is what I asked. Um, uh, this is a question that I asked Frederick Thylander. Let me just find my notes because I took notes. Oh, you um, had notes. So, uh, yeah. So there is wildlife in the game. There is more wildlife than there was in the first one, and there is a possibility that we will see cats. So I'm sure oh, Cheshire Cat eighty six on Twitter will be very happy about that. Um, <laughs> Ruby Reflections is doing the um, the wildlife in the game. You actually saw a lot of the bugs. They're all individual AI. Wow. In the game. So nice. wow. Um, Jesus. What about what yeah. about the swamp swamp deer? Was was that was that <laughs> yeah. swamp deer? Yeah, swamp deer. That'll be another like. They'll think I am legend. Essentially, is is what I'm picturing. Is I'm, you're going to see wildlife wandering around everywhere? I, did you shoot I did a deer? Actually, finally, see someone shoot a deer. Yeah, I've in seen one it. Of their did you, I finally saw it. Did you do it, Timmy? No, I didn't shoot any deer or anything oh. like that. Because so, yeah. my theory was so you go, like llama hunting, GW, um, ghost recans, <laughs> there's got to be llamas in there. Know. There has to be llamas in there somewhere. Yeah. Um, a lot of people said, a lot of people said as well, just quickly, that there's no crit chance and damage in the demo. That is not true. There is crit chance and damage on weapons, so oh, don't stress about that. Okay, because yeah. my theory was the whole survival mode would take into account the more wildlife in the world that you could actually shoot and kill and use yeah. for for eating. Yeah, and that'd that'd be cool. Well. I would like to see survival go hardcore with like a yeah. hardcore mode where, yeah, yeah. I put a tweet up about it a little while ago and people were pretty receptive to it. I just would like to see like a hardcore version of it where you have to take, you have to eat, you have to drink, you have to like, mm. uh, your weapons mm. break, like weapons de- degradation, mm-hmm. just, yeah, like, yeah, Bring scavenging, that on. Like, like, like hardcore scavenging. You could have the two ways I theorized was you have world tier one, two, three, four, five hardcore, which is survival hardcore as a, as a world tier. Or 
I wanted to see like Diablo with the season, so they have this season one and you get to play through the storyline again, or just do world roaming missions to get your points. But one of you can yeah. choose to do that in hardcore, and and if your guy died, he died, and that's the end of him. Um, mm. But it would be survival esque mode, and that'd be yeah. cool. Yeah. And I, I really... uh, the other things I asked him were about melee weapons. Apparently, they're looking to remove improve uh, melee. In, in the game this mm-hmm. time around so that it's more useful. Nice. And I also said, will there be an FNP-90 in the game? And he turned around and looked at me and said, will there? And that was the end of that discussion. And I was like, oh, that doesn't tell me anything. <laughs> you should have 100% <laughs> if there is a P-90 in there doing that SG-1 thing. We have to do that. Yeah, yeah, that's it. SG-1 for days. <laughs> um, so I'm hoping there will be a P-90 in there. So the last question from Last Wave is, what is your current theory on where the DZ is in the Division 2. Now, we've seen it. It's in that little top northern corner of the crash site. Uh, Is that it? Is it going to be that small little area, do you think? I know. I think it'll be huge. This game is 20%. Like From what we've been told, the map of this one is 20% larger than the the current Division map. So um, I'm I'm assuming the Division, like the Dark Zone, will be be quite large. Um, I'm interested to see. Like, I hope it actually is... Revolves around a landmark, like like a landmark, like the White House, or around like you know the uh, the Washington Monument or uh, Capitol Hill or something like that. So I'd like to yeah. see the Dark Zone be like a monument, be the centerpiece of the Dark Zone. So there was a yeah. YouTube video I saw too that actually theorised it was around the back of Capitol Hill. There's a bit of the map mm. that they didn't show, so you actually yeah. roam around the back there and go up into all the Parliament houses. Some guy called Wilco Shieldzone did it. Did it. it was really good. Video, <laughs> There's um, Jesus, he's a cracker. <laughs> there is. Um, uh, we tried to check out the map, but every time you pressed yeah. uh, the map button, the demo would crash. We think that was on. We think that was on. Oh, purpose. that's massively we, on purpose. That, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think the map we saw in the in the Xbox um, press conference is complete. I don't yeah. think. I think they've no, definitely removed sections of that, and um, especially in the trailer. Oh, you can watch my video anyway later. You know, just give me the feedback. But um, there, there's a there's a they show a highlight of Washington that's the exact same as that map, except for there's this bit around the back of the Capitol, which is pretty cool. But anyway, that's tin tinfoil hat theory time we did last week it was really good <laughs> but all um, i can say is this if anyone is worried about the division two and how it's going to be don't like don't no. worry yes i know it was just a beta it was 0.04 percent of the game but from that beta i am very confident that the product that we will get like playable product will be as good as it's ever been it'll just be the story and the actual content that will then define how that game plays so yeah People need to not freak out about the, any changes because they're all good so far as from what I've seen, they're all good changes. Yeah. Now, Dark Oakies in chat just put up a really good point. Uh, Union Station will be part of the Dark Zone. It's just just off the map on the north there and it's just behind I wish Capital I knew Hill. the geography of Washington oh, better. I didn't and then I looked up Google Maps and I'm now an expert of the area. I love it. Um, <laughs> um, your tin, your, your tin fall hat episode, you guys were trolling all over oh, we, it. Yeah. Yeah, I put that up as a separate oh. video, that whole tinfoil hat episode. It was great. Um, Look, Looking at the map of DC, Union Station's 100% going to be in that dark zone. If it is in that, mm-hmm. if it does oh, reside so in that good. top corner around Capitol Because uh, that gives Capitol you building. underground entry. That gives you underground yeah. gameplay as well as above ground gameplay. Oh, it'd be perfect. Um, oh, the most <laughs> exciting part about the whole thing. Yeah. 
the the snowdrop engine can now do curved terrain. Yes, how good's that? Yeah, I know. How many so times good. did you walk yeah. on the grass? Uh heaps, heaps, and just <laughs> running just over the curve, like through the bumps in the terrain. I was like, oh, oh. you know that meme of that dude that's like, <laughs> I was like, that, that was me, me personified. But yeah. Um, the other cool thing I heard out of the trailer too, uh, shout out to Sage, we mentioned him before. There's a guitar in that video and it's got his logo on it as well. Yes, yep. There is also a car that has I... the upper echelon logo on it and there oh, is wow. a shirt hanging on the line that has the Division Elites logo on it. That's what it is. So, yes, we yeah. saw the Elites one. Um, yeah. I missed the other two somehow. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I saw the guitar and I thought, oh, that's interesting, the guitar's in there. And then yeah, I was listening to Bombshell and they... They said that yeah, someone had to point it out to them to go back and check it out. Yeah, and went, oh, yeah. Fuck. I'm uh, I'm going to send uh, a picture of the noble streamer logo to Yannick and hopefully get that oh, in the game nice. as graffiti somewhere. So do it. Um, yeah, I'm very. Uh, I hope they'll put it in there because I think it'll make a great piece of a uh, great yeah. piece of artwork. Well, that so. was the thing we we played um, the division with DB uh, after last week's episode, and he came and showed us his part of the dark zone where his name's up on graffiti on the or yeah. actually etched into mm. the wall that kind of stuff is so cool it's yeah so cool. yeah um I, I can claim in the the cafe scene where the people are hiding there's snowflakes on the window that's from wilco's chill zone as well so i saw no images of waffles so therefore you know i didn't make it but that's <laughs> yeah, okay, that's okay. We, can, we can wait for the real um, i think that's all the questions and i think that's all the stupidity we can we can pump out for <laughs> one week um mm-hmm. there you go dennis in chat showing the snowflakes that are the exact replica of the ones that are in the division um i think they're Turn the transparency on them a little bit, but yeah, just uh, a little bit, it's not much. Pretty close. It's all good. Yeah, DB's still there. How are you? <laughs> anyway, yeah. Um, <laughs> so that's it for this episode. Unless anyone else has got any questions for, uh, we do Uber. have some okay. feedback as well. We have some feedback. I wasn't yeah, going to talk about down. that. Do links, do do links work? Just quickly, do links work in your chat? By the way, yeah, like mate. If, yeah. yeah, yeah. Cool. I'm just going to put a YouTube video in there from my trip. So just if anyone wants to have a look at it, they can. So. That's yeah, I don't insight into it. Quick midnight, ban him. What? <laughs> <laughs> um, so we had um, Dynasty in our chat before. Um, I, w- I was just going to keep this for personal stuff, but if you want me to talk about it, um, he said solid cast, first time listening. I literally listened as I was leaving for lunch. Uh, Bluetooth, that jazz bus- buzzing home to feed to dog. I can't read. It's too late at night. Ordered sushi and tried to talk to me, and I told them I was in a call meeting. Uh, ate sushi while listening. Uh, walked home and fed the and walked the dog. Biked back, and I'm sitting at home on the work PC and can't believe I haven't heard a real world outside all lunch. Much love, guys. So, <laughs> no uh, he's um he's a very very great man. I've known him uh, in since the bombshell days back in the bombshell Discord. He's a really really good man. He designed the uh the top of the boo. Did all the artwork for the actual top of the boo. Oh, really? Um, yeah, and he did some of the stuff for which um, Dragon's Nest. He did some of the the stuff around the back of that as well. That's amazing. Um, for, for that, yeah, he's, he's a really really talented man actually. So shout out to him. 
Um, and yeah, anything that he's involved with is always going to be good. So just, just um, quietly, just quietly just this is my second time on the podcast, but I've absolutely loved, <laughs> loved being on this podcast. So anytime oh, you guys you. want to have me on, you just let me know. So uh, We're looking for a new host once Sounds we get good. rid of Josh here. So <laughs> 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 now you're definitely more than welcome anytime. We're, um, yeah, it's really been really, really good having you, especially after E3, like, like I said, before and after, I'm so jealous. You are the luckiest man alive. And, oh, um, it was it was an experience I will never forget, except for the yeah, flying. Definitely. The flying can fuck off. That was horrible. <laughs> that's it. Um, yeah. So that's it. Thank you so much. Can you tell the lovely people out there where they can find your stuff and why they should um, uh, go check out your streams? <laughs> pretty much you can find me on Twitter uh, at UberTimmy. Uh, obviously, it's underneath my name in the in the like the underneath the, the camera. Um, yeah. And you can find me at uh, <laughs> twitch.tv slash uber underscore Timmy. And I mean, I'm just a chill Australian dude that plays video games and enjoys it. I'm not toxic. Um, I like great discussion about games. And yeah, I do a lot of charity-based stuff as well. So don't Definitely. worry, I'm not going to ask you to get your wallet out all the time. I just like to do a lot of awareness for, for different charities. So. Oh, we have a problem here because I'm just about to ask you a question about what you thought about Detroit Become Human, but I don't have another three hours of this podcast, oh, uh, oh. so we might have to schedule that for another <laughs> night. Sure? We were supposed answer, to do I'll a... answer it as quickly as I can. <laughs> we, we are supposed to be doing a spoiler cast eventually on it, which we got delayed, so we, if we do get that happening, I'll give you a ring. Well, I'll finish so my know. third playthrough of the game. and uh... I've, I've got to platinum it yet. I really, I've never platinumed yeah. a game. I so badly want to platinum this game. So. <laughs> I, I'm partway through my third playthrough as well, and I'm. This is the first game that I've ever wanted to actually go for that platinum. Normally, I'm yeah. just happy to finish the story. I'm like, yeah, that's good. But this time, I'm like, I need to know everything. <laughs> just, just quickly, I need watching, to know everything. watching you do that scene. This is sorry, everyone who's tuned in for a Tom Clancy podcast. Um, this, <laughs> the, the the scene where Marcus walks marches out and gets uh, uh, has the has the, you basically waving everyone to come join him and does that massive march and it's oh, you, that you time the... that Timmy killed Marcus oh yeah yeah um <laughs> that that scene me and Josh were sitting there in discord chatting about watching you do it and like we we played almost identically how you played that scene we all had three completely different outcomes I just think it. that that there yeah. it just shows how much of a masterpiece yeah. that game is who was the guy you had to save? We're like, oh, has he got? It was a John. John, John yeah, yeah, he's like, yeah, yeah, John. I don't see John in the background. Oh, it, I, 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 is that John back there? No, oh no, he, oh no, he doesn't have John. Oh no, and then <laughs> well, yeah, so- just just yeah, just so you like you like you look at that game. Uh, like for my third playthrough of the game, I've lost Kara in the mansion to that Russian. Oh dude, really? Not Russian dude, but yeah, he she killed like he killed her, and that's it. Bang, she's removed from the game whatsoever. So I've missed out on so much, but I've talked to people at work who've played it and they're like, this is how it worked out for me. And I was like, when I told them, they were like, I was like, you know, you could go here and this opens up an entire different ending for you. And they're like, what? Yeah. What? (laughs) Like when I told them about that, you can cross the border on a boat to Canada. They were like, I didn't even get to that part. You can cross the border on a boat? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) What? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Because that was the thing. I'm going through the achievements trying to get the platinum. I'm like, Where's the recycling yard or recycling plant? Yeah. I had to look it up. I'm like, that wasn't even an option I even knew. Yeah, and it's like the one that I'm yet to see there that one of my viewers keeps telling me to do is if you get caught, uh, if you get Luther, um, 
uh, Kara and Alice caught at the checkpoint when they're trying to get to the yeah. bus, you get taken to a concentration camp and there's yeah, a whole new scene that plays out. That's the recycling plant. Oh, I haven't seen plant. that yet. Yeah. That's the recycling plant. Yeah. That's no, that, that actually recycling has plant is from Jericho. Uh, the concentration... Uh, it might uh, cycle back to the same yeah. thing, maybe. Yeah. But oh, yeah, I so- blown, I'm just blown away by that game. It's a, It's an absolute work of art. And I'm, I've... I've seen a few articles that are going in hard on David Gage for yeah, the way he portrays stupid. women in his game, and it's just fucking garbage. I um, like, I had a a fairly hefty Twitter argument with the guy from Kotaku about that too. I yeah, think he same. blocked me yeah. in the end. Um, <laughs> I, I, uh, is it Jason Schreier? No, no, nah, nah, not Jason. It's one of the Australian guys. I think it was yeah, so, Alex or something like that. I, think yeah. his name he, I said, oh, mm. nice, nice pulling out clickbait articles that just you know rehash with a different name in there. He goes, "What do you mean?" And I said. Yeah, I did the Google search, Kotaku don't pre-order games, and it came up with 12 games in six years, uh, 12 articles in six years with almost identical titles, one every six months. And I'm like, I just screenshotted it and sent it to him. He goes, oh, they've all got different content in them. They're, they're completely different. Oh, what, don't you like pre-ordering games? And I'm like, oh, what, do you like pre-ordering games? And I, I gave him a bullet point list of exactly why I thought pre-ordering games in Australia was actually a good idea because... I wanted to pre preload them and all this other stuff, and I gave him all. Yeah. The, and he just came back with, "Oh no, it only helps." Probably, and yeah, and then he blocked. I, me. I am one hundred percent for pre ordering games in Australia only, though, and only at a retailer. Because if you pre order digitally, you don't get a refund if you don't like the game, and that's stupid. I completely yeah. understand that. If you pre order in an Australian retailer, you can take the game back if you don't like it, as long as exactly. it's a certain retailer. But like, it's uh, I just. Oh. I don't understand the pre-order, the pre-order mentality. Of don't pre-order. Like I'm, yeah. I've gone out and pre-ordered Assassin's Creed Odyssey, the special edition with the statue. I pre-ordered the three statues. I pre-ordered the Spear of Leonidas. I, I love Assassin's Creed. Why would I not want that stuff? Like, why would I not want to pre-order that stuff? I don't understand why why that's not a like that's frowned upon. Like, yeah, oh, exactly. Yeah. I won't show you the um, EB Games pre-order number one in the, in Australia trophy. I've got somewhere hidden in the back there either. <laughs> um, so that was that's a thing. Um, but we, I want to share that too while we're here. Uh, Dynasty's uh, Twitch channel as well. He does uh, art streams, which is pretty sick. So D I N U S T Y. I'm just getting told in chat is what it is. So. This is the longest outro in history. Uh, we've just done <laughs> that. That's where you can find Uber Timmy um, and, and go do that. Josh, where can people find yourself? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Mr. Buttersocks or hit me up on Uplay as Butter S Zero. I am following Dynasty, but he's not following me. Like, ouch. Oh, oh, ouch. Wow. I had this the other night, Josh. I had Rowie pop into my stream and follow me. And then I've gone, oh, thanks, Rowie. Oh, hold on. I'm not following you. I had to actually stop my stream, go over, follow him, and then come back to the stream. So that was a little bit. That's awkward. Yeah, very awkward. Uh, Cal, where can people find yourself? Are you still here? I don't know. Yeah, I'm still here, man. Yeah, sorry. I, I, yeah, no. I, I just thought we were just doing uh, the division become human. Um, we are. Yeah. Look. Uh, <laughs> look, you can you can find me uh, at, uh, at cal underscore au underscore on Twitter. Um, cal au on uplay. And um, one last thing, without going into making this any longer, um, big shout out to Antlion. Um, I use their mod mic on my Sennheiser ah, headphones yes. and. I yep. put a picture up of my um, daughter using it on her, my old laptop, and Antlion are probably one of like for a company that's a reasonable size, they are really engaged with their their user base, and they like put up a really couple of really cool comments on Twitch, Twitter. Sorry, so just a big shout out to those guys. Yeah, no, that was pretty good. Cool. What are they? Antlion. I might have a look. Antlion. 
Yeah. Nah, right there. It? Right there. Where I'm microphoned. A N T L I O N. Just outline. Yeah, cool. I was just making sure. Um, yeah, okay. Like like the bug, but with electronics. <laughs> you, you forgot to, to, to ask me to remind you. There's um, two communities that we're actually part of. Actually, three technically. Ultra Super Mega is one of them. Uh, it's where we, we, <laughs> we are based. Uh, but bullets and beers Discord. If you want their Discord, hit us up. Uh, join Sit Rep Radio and Bombshell Jackets over there. Uh, and Bori is part of all three now, pretty much. Um, we are going to steal him from our for ourselves. Sit Rep. Yes, no, we're going to sit rep. Look out, we've got Bori now. He's he's part of us. Um, so go check all them out at their Discord. They're a really good bunch of people. Uh, say hello to them all for us. Um, also. Division HQ, go check out their Twitter. Uh, mm-hmm. There's a Twitter link uh, to their Discord as well. Uh, jump in there. They've got a channel for us as well, and SitRep. Uh, they're building some pretty good stuff over there. It's uh, going to have a lot of stuff behind the Division 2 as far as websites and stuff goes. So uh, go check out those guys as well. Other than that, you can find me at Wilco's Chill Zone uh, on Twitter, Twitch, and YouTube. As I mentioned, uh, you might have heard I do some YouTube videos. Not very good ones, but you can go check them out. Yeah, um, I, and I, I didn't know you did YouTube, man. You hadn't said anything about that. Yeah, I know. It's, it's crazy, isn't it? Um, he hasn't said anything for, like, months about it. I haven't yeah, done no, anything for months, and then all of a sudden I've got two PCs. I can make YouTube videos again. It's great. Um <laughs> Not very good ones, like I oh, said. I got the follow from Dynasty. There we go, done. <laughs> well done, well sorted. Done. I just thought Nitro um, said he disagrees with pre-orders. Uh, I'd be interested to talk to him about that on my stream. Nitro is actually one of my um my uh, yes, uh, like regular viewers, like one of my mods yep. as well. Does an amazing job of looking after my channel while I'm being bad at video games. So big shout out to him as well. But uh, yeah, yeah he says hello to me, so I like him. <laughs> I I um I do understand why people are hesitant to pre-order, but I think it's yeah. very safe to do it in Australia, especially if you do it from a retailer because you are you're covered. So like if you don't yeah. like it, you can take it back. So I get the the, the digital. Here's my hundred dollars for a game you literally just showed me a, a trailer for, and I had know nothing about, and it's coming out in five years time. That's that should never happen. Don't do that, people. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's silly. Yeah. But you might uh, need a to... big shout out to Chris Roberts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm not going down that rabbit hole. Um, Star citizen. Yeah, but yeah, look, there's fours and like it's basically for your opinion's your opinion, to be honest. Well, one um, second, I just have to show you guys something quickly as well. Okay, your opinion is your opinion, so <laughs> do whatever makes you happy and let people do what they want to do. So that's the key exactly, to it. Yeah. I don't know why I took my headset off then. I literally, it's wireless. I was like, oh shit, I better put this down. <laughs> um, there's, there's, there's some of my cool swag that's a limited edition numbered print. Oh, Where is it? Wow, there you go. I don't know if you can see it from nice. Assassin's Creed. Assassin's Creed, and, and it's got a signature my, on it. Yeah, it's uh, that. This is my pride and joy, though. That is the. Uh, oh, you did take. That. <laughs> so signed by wow. all the people I like. Oh, and, okay. Yeah, mostly because I don't. Know I heard. I heard a story from Sage where he had a hat that was getting signed, and then all of a sudden, yeah, one got of all of us to sign it. So yeah, one of the guys really took nice. it, and it came back with everyone's signature, including Eve's signature yeah. in the middle of it. Yeah. Oh, that's crazy! And this. Oh wow. <laughs> it's actually it's actually a USB oh, that's oh, sick yeah, so pretty cool um, they got some pretty cool swag and I got a division shirt from the mixer booth even though I don't use mixer that's okay and, uh, I just I just vlogged it I was like yeah I like that <laughs> yeah, like sweet I've got to start nice. getting yeah. some division gear I really do <laughs> um, I've got my ghost recon thing in behind me in there and, and that's about it I have that ghost recon shirt 
I do, but I don't fit, fit it. That's my problem. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. It's oh, like I, a muscle shirt, I but it shows how these, I'm fat. Where is it? It's like one of these division <laughs> pop flex things. Like we got the armband, the armband that has like the three, um, the three patches on it. So like the, like those ones there. So you can put the put yeah. them on the armband and stuff for the three specializations. And I'll be yeah, bummed if there is a fourth because I didn't get the patch for it. You had to actually oh. um, uh, play the game each three times to get that, didn't you? So there was yeah. a guy that tweeted out that he spent nine hours in queue to get all three patches. At well, E3. actually, wow. I, didn't, I didn't have to do that. I just spent we uh, No, Cal, you... Cal knew one of the guys that was at the Mixer booth. They, they, they worked at UV Reflections. He was like, we have them. And he's like, yeah. <laughs> so, There's always a way around it. I love it. That's like I mean, a pack size. You just got to know the right people. Yeah, I got one of yeah. these, these pop-up things for the back of your phone. Like a division yep, two yep. one. Apparently, they're oh, a wow. thing because apparently people didn't know how to hold their phone before these. I don't know so. how to hold my phone yet. <laughs> <laughs> it never hits me on the head ever, ever. But anyway, yeah. I was doing an outro fifteen minutes ago. Sorry, man. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. Um, you can also find uh, this content and all the other content at ultrasupermega.com.au. au. Uh, go. Give us a like, share us with our friends. Uh, let you let us know what you like about the podcast, all that kind of stuff. I'm over this. Just just let us know. Just help us out, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> um, thank you, Timmy, for joining us tonight, mate. Not a problem yeah. at all. Uh, absolute pleasure. Yeah, we will definitely have you on again in the future, and we'll definitely be playing some games with you now. You're playing PC Division, so like I yes, said, honestly, yeah. hit us up. We will we'll grind you through. That sounds terrible. Yeah. We're not on Red Tube. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yet, um, but no, we we will help you out, and that'll be great fun. So uh, no, definitely go follow him. Um, yes. Like I said, next week we should have Boris on if we can organise it. Um, and like I said, that'll be an ongoing thing where he will help us with builds. So if you actually do have any questions about builds for the division, anything you want to know or any help you want to do, hit us up. Uh, Wilco's Chill Zone at gmail or Peter at under at ultrasymmega.com.au is another one that you can get to me. Um, or just hit us up on Twitter. Uh, my messages are always open. Um, but until next week, we are probably much going weekly for the moment until we run out of content. Um, this yep. has been episode 36, and we will bring you episode 37 hopefully next week. And thank you for listening. Thank you, boys, for joining me tonight, and we'll catch you all next time. No worries. No worries. Not a problem at all. Catch up. Bye. And seals. Bye-bye. Time to pack it up. My work is done. In the Division 2, enemies... Dodge, duck, dip, dive, and dodge.